Talk Radio. Ian Black, thank you very much indeed, senior fellow at the Middle East Centre at the London Sorry to the people of Neasden as well. Yeah, and we must make an, 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 an apology yeah. to Neasden. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very it's got great links with the North Circular. It's yeah. gentrified. Yeah. yeah. Neeston. Yeah, Neeston. One, get out. Secondly, why have you still got the price tag on your glasses? <laughs> it's, it's a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a go about that. It's a plus two, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I remember what I've got to get. <laughs> anyway, it's cool to leave the labels no, on, do you know? No. But all the kids, you leave your labels on your trains, don't you, and stuff? It embarrasses me. I am embarrassed. Well, you wear hoodies and stuff, I'm, anyway. You shouldn't be wearing I'm stuff at your age like that. He's to wear hoodies. He's, he's, he's bald. He's got to keep well, his head warm. Well, Otherwise, yeah. he could um, yeah. be yeah. seriously yeah. held. Yeah. I don't yeah. go around with the price on my hoodie, do I? Well, at least I mean, does he wear the price on his shirt? You've let um, talk radio down, no, you're which right, is yeah. actually not a massive deal. But no, it's quite you've, let easy James, to do. you've let James Whale down. You've yeah. let the production team down. Yeah. You've yeah. let the Amy, you've let the pervert knapsack. that produces mm. you, the furry guy. Oh, the furry pervert! <laughs> yeah, you've let you've let them all down. Yeah. He but is. More importantly, <laughs> you've let yourself down. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I can't, I've got to go. I'm oh, sorry, man. Ian, but I've, I've really I've had enough of yeah. it. That's right. I'll figure. I mean, well, I'll stay because we, we're like doing the show, aren't we? Yeah. Around my yeah. Yeah. I've had enough I of think you should apologise. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Apologise. No, I've, right. I've had more. Apologise to the listeners, actually. Right, he's gone. Now let's do a real radio show. Yeah, Brexit's yeah, yeah. great. Brexit, man. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There's a boss song calling me down the road it's where i'll always be every stop i make i make a new friend can't stay for long just turn around and i'm gone again maybe tomorrow i'll wanna settle down until tomorrow i'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Evening, dear listener, the late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle, obviously. It's flip we say obviously. We, we stopped wearing name tags a while ago and I struggled to, to remember what's going on. Very, very hot in here. Mm -hmm. James Whale has left it very, very hot. They like it warm, don't they? It, it stinks. 0344. Is that your f computer making noises? Oh, it better not be. Every time. I've got uh, a lot of windows open. I'm a very busy person. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We have a special guest coming up later, but in the first hour, that's a joke. Oh, okay. That was a joke. Sorry, no, I apologise. I, 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 yeah, okay, um, we I'll have. I got. We got. Uh, we got my friend Chip here, Chip Summers. Hi. I don't know how to describe you. Okay. Physically or as well, my Well, physically job? you're a, an older, very slim gentleman. Thank you. Tousled hair. I... I bespectacled. I, yeah. I am uh, I'm a therapist who specialises in alcoholism and addiction of all kinds. Yeah. I'm in recovery myself. 
have been for a long time and I'm, I've spent doing the only job probably I've got my CV would allow me to do, which is working <laughs> with other addicts and alcoholics. Uh, we should say that I, I see you on a pro- as a professional, we have you a do, professional so, relationship. So I must be careful what I reveal. Well, no, I've said you can c- reveal um, like 95% of everything that we, I've said in your room, I've said on the air. There are a couple of exceptions, yeah. which I've I've made uh, which clear. I've got legal down letter. in front of me here. Yes, yeah. But you can say anything you want. If, if anything comes out, I don't want. I'll just dump it. But but we're quite honest on this show. But I I thought it'd be nice to get you on. A because about six months ago you asked if you could come on and plug your podcast. I, I suggested it gently <laughs> that that might be the idea. But yeah. also because um, we have had recently we've had a real run, Catherine, haven't yeah. we, of people phoning up who. And by the way, if you just want to phone up and do the, the chip's going to be here for an hour, right? But if you just want to phone up and do the normal dicking around, you're very very welcome to. You know what it's like when we have a guest on. We sort of we have, we talk to the guest, but we have the normal show running underneath it as well. So if you want to phone up and talk nonsense, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. But we've had a lot of people, mm. primarily men, phoning up recently who are struggling with booze and or drugs. Yeah. There seems to have been quite a few. Which I think is brilliant because... Everyone loves a junkie. No, because they're ringing up and they're talking yeah. about it, whereas before it's something that they've kept secret and of course secrecy feeds it, right? Yeah. So they've been ringing up because you've been open about your um, recovery. Yeah. And they feel like they can talk to us about it and, you know, for the most part they can, you know. Yeah, and we've had, um, all I'm able to do, so I kind of guess I wanted you in a little bit, Chip, just to kind of nudge us, to kind of talk to the people listening at home who may not quite get what addiction is. And, sure. you know, there are people that that, that, that think addiction is self-inflicted and is uh, yeah, an extravagance. Um, but also just, I wouldn't mind knowing if what we're doing, is, what me and Catherine are doing is right. Okay. All I'm doing really is sharing what the more got people clean declare themselves to be in recovery, the more people get interested in recovery. But in because I got clean in the twelve steps in in NA and now AA is where I'm going to a lot. We're supposed to keep. We're not supposed to identify ourselves as alcoholics and addicts in public. That's one of the rules. Well, it it kind of. I think you're not supposed to say that you go to AAR, and I think the thing you just did was what you're not supposed right, to do. Right, that's one of the steps, isn't it? We, you, we, you kind of just have to. Ju- I mean, I don't have any problem saying I'm in recovery. Why keep it a secret? There's people out there who don't know that recovery exists and are dying to find a way to get hold of it. And yeah. if we have information or knowledge that can help somebody find recovery, why on earth would I keep that secret? So I think anybody like you and people like Russell Brand who've come out and declared themselves to be in recovery, it gets people so keen on the idea that they can do it. It gets rid of the shame as yep, well. That's one of the yep. big things yep. is the shame. Yep. That he, I, 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 I'm trying to sort of say how we met, and I've got, I won't mention any names because that's inappropriate, but so I had 13 years clean. But by the end of that, the last two years, I was going nuts because I stopped going to meetings. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've shared all of this before. Uh, and I was slowly going nuts and then kind of a ending of a marriage and living in a, a, a room on my own in, a, in an awful block of flats, but not telling anyone. Then doing I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Yeah. And, and I came back and I went nuts again. Um, you know, all of those things piled up without having any recovery going on made me go nuts. And I... Um, came back from Australia 
And within days, I had arranged to go to meet up at some kind of weird sex thing because I knew there were gonna, there was gonna be class A drugs there. And I thought, well, I'm not gonna ask for the drugs. But if someone offers me the drugs, I think I'm going to take them because I think I'm okay now. Oh, okay. I don't think I was an addict before. I think maybe I was younger. I didn't quite... I, I think I can handle it. And I ended up in this this horrible grim flat with this guy. And uh, he had crystal meth, which is a drug I'd never done before. Cocaine yeah. was my drug of choice. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Suddenly I'm smoking crystal meth after not having done any Class A drugs. Big hit. For 13 years. Well, the first 20 minutes, nothing's happening. And I'm thinking, oh man, this is yeah. rubbish. And then 20 minutes in, suddenly, I was very, very high. And the voice in my head went, welcome home. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> home. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it, yeah. It's, welcome home. This yeah. is, what were you doing leaving me for 13 yeah. years? And for five minutes, it was awesome. I was high and I felt comfortable and it was, I was, felt loved and I was like embraced by this crystal meth for five minutes. And then after that, the next 24 hours were awful and painful yeah. and miserable. And, um, uh, I'm lucky that my relapse only lasted, only lasted three months. And straight away, from the very next day, I knew this wasn't what I wanted. The very next day, I told Catherine what I'd done. I got in touch with a couple of friends from NA who I hadn't spoken to for years and said what I'd done. I went to a meeting that night. Mm -hmm. And it, it was three years, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, ten. I don't know how many more times I did it in that three months, but I did it and I lied a lot. I, are you going to be okay this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to be fine. Not, I'm, you know, on I'm the way home, picked it up. On the way home, yeah. knowing that I was going to go and pick up drugs yeah. and then check into a hotel for the weekend. Blah, 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 blah. Insanity. When I was in a hotel for the weekend, <laughs> insanity, I got in touch with a couple of people on Twitter privately who I knew were in recovery and who I knew a little bit. I knew a little bit. I'd, I'd met them professionally, I'd met them in the rooms. And one of them said, uh, here's Chip's number. Here's a guy called Chip Summers. Here's his number. Why don't you give him a call? He might be able to do something. And I was like, okay. And I don't really remember much of that. I think I phoned you on a, a weekend and said, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm stuck here and I don't know. I didn't really know who you were. No. no. Good. Yeah, yeah. It was good, yeah. And that was, that was kind of the start of our... I still had a few more use-ups in me after that, but it, it, it only lasted three months, thank God. Um, and then we started working together. Has it only been two years then? About that, I would think, It must yeah. be, yeah. 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 I'm going to be two years clean next March. I know. It's fantastic. You should be very proud. Thank you. But that's how we met. Um, and you're very well respected with... Well, lots of people know about you. You mentioned Russell Brand. I'm not going to mention any names, and if you do, then we can go there, but otherwise I'm not going to. Um, but you mentioned Russell Brand, and of course, a lot of people will know who you are, because he wrote about you in his... Well, that's why I think I will use his name. There used to, there was a famous therapist uh, about, in about 20 years ago, and he went on morning television and said, the thing about Elton John and Michael Jackson that they absolutely like about me <laughs> is my confidentiality. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I know Russell's put it out there, so I don't have any a problem mentioning, but I wouldn't mention any other class no. name. No. And how, again, if I ask anything that's inappropriate, then say, but how, did, you, did you help Russell get clean? How, how are you part of his orbit? 
I was uh, sort of floating about an agency, John Knoll's agent, Noel, okay. John Knoll Management, and yeah, yeah. I would go in there and pick up their kind of waifs and strays who were going a bit awry. Oh, and wow, okay. Sort of give, it was sort of in-house therapists. Oh, I've met John Knoll. He, they, they, uh, they as an agency were actively... I would well, encouraging uh, you. Yeah, uh, that's would, good. Yeah, they, I would come in if they had somebody who had a problem and try and sort them out. And uh, one day they presented me with this lunatic. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was obvious that he needed to go straight from here. Do not pass go. Do not pick <laughs> up drugs or two hundred pounds and go to treatment. Yeah. He and he's. <clears throat> I don't. Want, let's not talk about it too much. But there, but there are examples like that of people who were hopeless. He was absolutely hopeless. I mean, he. You know, I know it's an old cliche, but you know, if you keep on using drugs at that level, yeah, you're going to cut your life very short. Yeah, and or you're going to end up in in prison somewhere, or, or you're going to end up in big trouble. Yeah. Um, how did you? You're you're an addict. Yeah. Was an addict for twenty years. Yeah. What was? Can I ask what was going on? Again, I sort of know some of it. It was very sort of train spotting, grubby squats in West London, crime every day. It was just real street level junky stuff. Nothing nice about it at all. And it was there. I can kind of see. I think I was always going to take drugs. I, I, I you know, I, I, part of me thinks it's a genetic thing, uh, but. But I, I can also see things that happened to me as a kid. A little bit of abuse there. Yeah. Dad that was quite dismissive. Mum that was over yeah. over affectionate and over dependent on me. All these little things kind of nudged me towards it. Was there anything that... Lots of sex abuse. Right. As a kid. As a child, yeah. As a very young child. Six years old. Right. Uh, that went on for about five years. I remember my family... And then when I went to boarding school, the teacher, the music teacher, took a fancy to me and he would um, wake me off every time I um, had a piano lesson. Wow. So I never learned the piano. And that damaged me, obviously. Not yeah. learning the piano is a terrible thing to have to carry in life. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, everybody who comes to see me has got dysfunction in their history. Yeah. Everybody. Anybody who gets really messed up with drugs, I think, has, once you unravel it all and get rid of the drugs and the alcohol, you are always revealed as sort of slightly damaged goods. Mm. And actually, practically always, an absent father, strangely enough. Really? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I keep on waiting for the client to walk in who's not had that, but everybody, either emotionally, they could be just emotionally absent, or just ab absent altogether. Um... So that thing you were saying about genetic, I think there will shortly be some kind... I mean, they have gen found genetic failures for practically everything. Yeah. The, they'll find something about alcohol dependency. But, you know, if you grow up in a home where alcohol... Two of your parents are both alcoholics, you're going to be messed up. Mm. So whether it's genetic or the fact that you just had a really bad childhood, sometimes it's difficult to... Differentiate, and there's the the the, sim the thing that I'm finding through my recovery is that the connection. I I went to NA 15, 16 years ago, whenever it was, because I had a problem with drugs. I couldn't stop taking cocaine. Couldn't stop it. Couldn't stop it. Couldn't stop it. And I went to the meetings firstly because I wanted to be able to take it socially again. I thought, well, if I can just do a couple of lines a week, you know, that'd be cool. Realized that was never going to happen. Um, 
but so I, I, then I was going to stop taking drugs. But then that was then replaced very quickly by acting out around sex. Yeah. Then when I managed to put that on hold, it then becomes buying crap on eBay. We both joked about having boxes of stuff in the boot of our car. Yes. That we have bought, not necessarily to hide it from our partners, although there's an element of that, partly to hide it from ourselves. You buy yeah. this stuff and you spend a fortune and you don't know what to do with I it. I did it yesterday. Did you do it yes, again? Yes, I've done it again. I bought something, a computer screen, which I thought was going to be fantastic, and it doesn't work with my computer. And uh, But it was good. Well, it, great opening the box. Opening the box was good. Oh, opening the box was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, are you going to take it back, or are you just going to hang I'm on to sure. it? I'm not sure. Yeah, because I, I, I hang on to yeah, these I, things. I was thinking you're going to get the other part at some point. Yeah, my wife will say, oh, send it back, get a refund. And I go, oh, I can't be asked. It's so much trouble getting yeah. a refund. Meanwhile, it sits there saying, you I did know. this again. It glows at me. Yeah, it will do. I mean, I know these things are in the boot of the car, but and they glow at me. I mean, there's. I, I was clearing out my car today, actually. And there was a very, very expensive backpack in there. I've got four very expensive backpacks because... But only one back. Only one back, but there was just something not quite right about it. But then, so why is that? So why haven't if, I sold it on eBay, which is what I should do. What, if, if you're... How long are you clean and sober for? for? 35 years. Wow. Yeah. Does that mean we, we can never... No, I don't Be think I'm a good example. Then. I think there are people who are 35 years who are much weller than I am. Why am yeah. I paying to see you then? I'm seeing the wrong guy. <laughs> but it's all it's all connected. This 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 desire. We've got some calls, and we've got Alistair calling. It'll be interesting to speak to in a minute. Um, to change the way we feel, either by having sex, either by taking cocaine, yep. either by drinking or stealing or yep. gambling or eating or whatever. It's this desire I, to not feel things completely. Yeah, it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's like, I don't want to feel these bad, nasty feelings. How much of it is like distraction, diversion? Some of it is. I mean, everybody's different. Everybody's got their thing. But, I mean, if you've been a full-on addict, you've got a lot of time to fill if you give up the drugs. Mm -hmm. So that's what do I do with all that time. Well, I need to fill it with something, so that's where I can find other distractions and other things to do and then gradually if you become more responsible the things that you can do become more limited so i am now limited to buying crap and uh it works yeah uh, th th this is how my mind works right i don't ever want to i don't want to take a drug or drink today right and I, I never want to do it again but there's a story in the paper about this new drug uh. new drug that makes you really aggressive and violent. And I saw I'm that and i deliberately did not bring it to your attention i oh, know i'm reading it going and it's a horror. A woman's died, and its drug makes you very aggressive and very violent. Yeah. And I'm reading it going... Isn't that the one that makes you want to eat your own face or something? There's a bit of that. <laughs> I'm thinking, that sounds, that sounds interesting. That well, sounds fun. That's yeah, where my head goes. Yeah, no, my head gets really perturbed by that stuff because there's stuff being turned out of amateur chemical labs yep. that are just so... They haven't got a clue what they're doing. And that's why you get these occasional MDMA deaths and things because... They're not being produced properly, you know. No. You might get a drug that's absolutely 100% ecstasy or something instead of being mixed up with some other things. And But that's how sick my head is, because I know, of course I know all that. Yeah. And the stuff that I've shoved up my nose that was, you know, tasted of, of scrubbing powder and stuff, but I carried on doing it. But I still read a story like that, and there's a bit of me that goes, that sounds like, that's got to be worth... That sounds like a... Worth a go? Worth a go. And of no. course it's not. And of course I'm not going no. to. Yeah. But my first reaction is, oh, 
Yeah. I wonder where you can get that from. Yeah. Second reaction is, well, let's move on and read another news yeah. story. Well, we're definitely moving into a world where there will be lots and lots of legal drugs for all kinds of emotions, you know. We are going to, you know, any kind of anxiety, grief, any kind of l just depression, we're going to be medicated out of... You know, you'll never go and see a psychiatrist and he's going to say, well, actually, it just sounds like your life's been a bit shit lately yeah. and, and you're a bit down. He's going to give you a label and he's going to give you a pack of drugs and probably you'll probably walk away a little bit happier for a while, yeah. But that can help. I mean, I'm on antidepressants. That yeah. helps. It helps. I just think, I mean, and there is definitely really good circumstances where drugs play a really important part. But I just think we're moving towards, oh my God, I feel a little bit uncomfortable. I've yeah, got yeah. to go and get a pill for it. Yeah. And there's a big difference between depression and just having a bit of a bad time. Let's take a quick break, then we're going to take a couple of calls. 0344 499 1000, this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000, Chip Summers is here. Chip, we've we, we got Ryan and we've got Alistair calling in and we're going to go to those gentlemen in a second. But there is, a, of course, there's a podcast. There it's, is a it's podcast. 2020, there's a podcast. There is a podcast. What yeah. is the po we'll talk about it more in detail in a bit, but what is it called? It's called Soberful. Right. And it's there free, and it's about 80 episodes we've got so far. And, and who is it? Is you and. Me and a woman in America called Ronnie Varley used to work for me. Right. And uh, we do a bit of banter, but we always take a different topic every week. Yeah. To do with people who are either thinking about or in early recovery, so it's very much ran people who are struggling with that changeover from one way of behaving to another, and it's not geared for people like me who've been around for years and years. It's for people who who are just kind of in the early days. Mm. And you, uh, sober, full, and you can get that everywhere. I choose yeah. an A class. Yep. We'll, yep. we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. Yep. Let's go to Ryan. Good evening, Ryan. Uh, good evening, Ian. How's it going? Very well, Ryan. What you got for us? Uh, well, my original plan for tonight was I was just going to ring in and talk crap, but then uh, I heard some stuff that you were talking about that actually resonated quite a bit with me. You can then you I, can talk about the stuff that resonated and then talk crap if you want. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Of course yeah. it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Go on. Uh, so going on uh, addictions, uh, I'm uh, so I'm, I'm 24 years old. Uh, I'm I've gone a month clean. Uh, my main drug was uh, cocaine. Uh, and I was, uh, I was sort of using it as a crutch to be better in social situations. Mm. Uh, and, uh, recently, about a year ago, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this show, but I went on this show called Take Me Out, the RTV1 show. What's that? Is that the dating yeah, show? Yeah, Where it's like 20 women lined up and they have to buzz. Have you seen this chip? No, no. It's like a sort of yeah. modern blind date, but with, yeah, okay. okay. You went on that, did you? Wow. Yeah, and, uh, the... The, the thing is, even though I came across quite well on it, pretty much most of the time I was high. Uh, oh, man. And, and yeah, it, uh, I ended up coming back from it and uh, being like, you know, I, I can't keep using this to, to feel good. I need to find another way to feel good. And, uh, yeah, going back to how your childhood can affect you later in life, uh, I, I, I do agree quite a bit. I think... Uh, it's a case of, you know, upbringing and your environment as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I lost my dad at quite a young age. I, I was 18. 
And, uh, yeah, my dad, uh, not only was he my dad, he, he was my best friend as well. He, he was an absolute legend. And uh, my mum as well. Uh, my mum, don't get me wrong, she's not a bad person, but um, in the politest way possible, I'd say she's an emotionless zombie. Uh, so, uh, yeah, not not a great... Not not a great upbringing, I'd say, and it sort of led to that later in life. But, uh, yeah, what I'm trying to do now, I'm trying to fill my time up uh, with other things that make me feel good. And one, one of the things that resonates with me is music uh, and performing live. Uh, I'm a guitar player and a singer. Go on, Chip, do you want to say Oh, anything? yeah, well, I just want to say that, you know, uh, I think what you just said then about finding social situations difficult... They are definitely difficult at the beginning when you've given up one drug that's really helped you with social situations. When you're suddenly without that, social situations are really hard to begin with. It takes quite a long time to build up confidence again. But it's really good that you've got a, an interest that fills up that time in the music, something that occupies your mind because you want to try and keep as busy as possible to begin with. Yeah. Um, are you finding it difficult not, not without the coke? Uh... It, when I go on a night out and, uh, you know, you see everybody talking and having a good time, and if you're one of these people who's sort of uh, quiet and in the corner, you sort of feel like, you know, it, 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 it's like Superman's cape, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. you know, let's just go in the, the telephone box, you know, as it were, put, put my cape on, and then I can be this social superhero, you know, and... You know that—that's the—that—that's where the. Oh, I like the metaphor that Superman is Clark Kent coked up. That's, <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. But are you? Are, are, but you're you're finding it difficult, but okay. Uh, in in day to day life, when I'm at work, it's fine because mm -hmm. I'm sort of get get in the work mode. It, it, it's when you're out of yeah. work and you're with friends and uh, you you feel like that there's no boundaries. You know what I mean? It's like. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, out and about. Everybody's drinking. Everyone's having a laugh, and you know, you just want to be like them. And if it doesn't come naturally to you, you sort of try and find other ways to. It, make... it, w it won't come naturally to begin with. No, you can't just make that switch overnight. It won't come naturally straight away, and you're putting yourself under a lot of pressure going back into places where mm. everybody's doing coke and everybody's high. You know, they look like they're having fun, but you and I both know that in the morning they're on a come down and it ain't going to be so great. Um, so I would probably try and avoid places where you're going to be in front of people who are obviously sort of tempting you almost all the time. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. And like, just until you get stronger. Yeah, definitely. And like I say, my main focus now is just the, the music, you know, playing live and you know and entertaining people yeah. with, with the music you know we all have a common love for one thing and i think that isn't your right if i got do i remember correctly your tasting music is awful isn't it uh my my, my taste of music Did, have we not talked about this before who do you like ryan uh, who do I like? Yeah. Uh, like? Like a bit of everything, really. I'm quite into my 50s and 60s. Oh, no, OK. It was someone else. It was other right. Ryan with it, terrible taste in music. It was another Ryan with terrible taste. I'm sorry, Ryan. I, I, didn't mean to, I, there was, I remember someone calling in and I was quite angry with their musical taste. But that, <laughs> your 50s and 60s fixation, Ryan, you can keep. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that's good. Did you want to talk crap for 30 seconds? Uh, yeah, this was going to lead into me talking crap. Uh, so, basically... Uh, 
Uh, I was going to ask, what, what's your opinion on the open mic music scene for, like, young-bodied musicians? Um... I well, I don't know, as I've, I'm not a young budding musician anymore. As you know, I'm a very successful recording artist. <laughs> uh, with just signed a new deal with Columbia Records, guys. Yeah. Um, it's, it's all right. I, I imagine it's slightly exploitative, but it gets you seen. It gets you stage time. That was always the phrase when I was like doing stand up: was get a bit of stage time. Yeah, I think my opinion is is that it, it's not promoted enough, and uh, I feel like uh, the art scene is sort of dying a little bit. Uh, I sort of came to this conclusion. See, I, I've relocated to a little town in Leicestershire called Ashby de la Zouge. Oh, that's very uh, posh. I always used to think, uh, I always see that written down and think it was very posh. Because well, it's know, got a bit of French in it. Yeah, de la Zouge. I don't know if it is posh or not, but, um, yeah. It's overrated. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, uh, a lot of times are there. <laughs> I live yeah, near there. Uh, yeah, I went to this, uh, like a jam night, like a, a, a plug-in play. Uh, this was on Friday. And uh, I went in there, and the first red flag was that there was only about seven people in there. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I know it's January, but it was like the end of January. Uh, everyone's already been paid. You know, I know I know the weather wasn't very good, but it's like, you know, we live in Ashby de la Zouche. There, there, there's no to bloody do around here, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to come out and do some free live music. You know, so but everyone's. But you're going to need these stories when you're famous. Yeah, you're going to need say. You know, I used to go to Ashby de la Zouche and play in front of five people, and you know, I did it. These are the these are the gigs that are going to make you, Ryan. Yeah, I've done stand up in front of five people, and now look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a stand up anymore. Ryan, listen, it's nice to talk to you. I'm going to move on because we've got quite a few phone calls. Thank you, mate. Let's go to Alistair. Evening, all. Hey, Alistair, how you doing? Uh, I'm good today. Thanks. You've been uh, a little bit down, but you're on the up. Yeah. Um, what, what I was wondering to ask... Um, Chip. I don't know what to call you. Chip, Chip or Mr. Yeah. Summers. No, Chip, please. Um, Mr. Summers. Chip. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been... Uh, tomorrow I'll be nine months sober. Well done. Well done. Uh, thank you. Um, I was um, an alcoholic for many years, really, although right. I didn't recognise it. Um and um, so I've just recently, in the last couple of weeks, got a sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, and um, we've had our first meeting and we're going to be embarking on the steps. Now, I'm particularly um, anxious about the step four and step five, which relate to talking about all the people you've heard, um, mm -hmm. you know, in the past and so forth. And, um... For, hang on, let me for this, Chip, for those who don't know, because we talk about the steps a lot, for those who don't know, basically it's a set of... It's uh, a sort of structure for dealing... Well, first of all, it's kind of a structure for admitting you've got a problem, admitting that you need help, and then four and five, Alistair, are kind of writing down a lot about your history, really. It's almost a life story. It's eight and nine that are about making amends for your thing, the people that you've harmed. Yeah. So four is you oh, write right. down basically everything yeah. you've done and you're ashamed of and you hate. It's you, a, yeah. four, and four and five is about learning about yourself. What are you like, sort of? What are your pluses? What are your assets? What are your defects? What are the things that you need to work on? That sort of uh -huh. thing. The but thing the, one, the one you're talking about is eight and nine. Why does it bother you? Um, well, actually, the, no, I got that mixed up. You're absolutely right. No, four and five. I also suffer from depression. Right. And I've got... Um, I'm on um, uh, venlafaxine for that. Yeah. And... Um, Already, um, I've kind of 
been emotionally very up and down recently. Um, and, and I'm wondering whether I'm anxious about what's going to come with thinking and bringing back a lot of stuff that's mm. happened in the past. Then do it at and your pace. You do, it, you do it when you want to. Yeah. I mean, do it eventually, but do it when you're ready for it. Don't do it if you're going to feel it's going to upset you now. Don't do it. There's no, there's no, there's no timetable you've got to adhere to. But also, they're written in that order because by the time yeah. you get to step three, by the time you finish step two, you're ready for step three. By the time you finish step four, you're ready for step five. It's kind of, it's not like day one. You've got hit, write a list of people you were shit to and go and say sorry to them now. It's not, it's not that. It, it, you mm -hmm. kind of build up to it in order so that you get to the step you're meant to be on at the right time. And also, you don't have to, if it's your fear of saying sorry to everyone, you don't have to say sorry to everyone. That's a slight, slightly misleading part of it as well. That was one of the things, Chip, that put me off going into recovery, was thinking, oh, God, I've got to say sorry to everyone that I was horrible to. Mm. And you don't. That's not what it is. No, it's about people you've harmed, and actually it's far fewer people than you think it is. Yeah. I thought I'd harmed everybody I ever came into contact with, so there wasn't going to be enough paper in the world to, you know, yeah. for my list. It was, I hurt because I hurt everybody, but actually... When I really looked at the people I'd harmed, it's a, like a little shopping list. It's got about 15 names on it. And right. I had to kind of do a bit of a catch-all for things like society, who I had obviously been an absolute menace to. But yeah. uh, the actual people I'd harmed were basically just my family, a few friends who'd reached out to me. You know, people I'd mouthed off in the street, I didn't harm them or do anything like wrong with them. But, I mean, I wouldn't, uh, Alistair, I wouldn't think your list was that long, was it? Well, not no, not so. I mean, I've got. I mean, the family. Um, I've got two brothers. I probably need to make amends to it at some point. But um, you, may, you may find I've had. If, if it's my experience is anything to go by, I had. Let's say it's fifteen people on my list. Fourteen of them were really lovely experiences. Right. It's yeah. actually. It is. This is sound cheesy. It's actually. It's quite beautiful. Yeah. It's quite beautiful. Oh. Right in the list, it, I found daunting. And I still make amends now, the people that I, I, I bumped into someone in the street a couple of months ago that I, I behaved terribly towards at work and, and, and really let down. And I just bumped into her. I've not seen her for 20 years. And I went, oh, my God. And we chatted and I said, I, I feel I owe you an apology because of this, this and this. And she went, oh, God, oh, no, that, that was nothing. And we kind of laughed about it. For the most part, it's, it's beautiful. And each time I've said sorry or apologised or explained the situation, I've come away feeling a little bit lighter. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, yeah. It's just, I suppose, what I'm thinking is, is you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very um, uh, ashamed about some of the things I have done. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And um, it, it's about dealing with that, I think, with me. And 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 like you say, you're absolutely right. I should just sort of try and go gingerly into this. Yeah, it's you, it's, you, you can you can dictate the pace. I mean, if your yeah. sponsor's rushing you too much, just say no. you're rushing me too much. I don't want to go that fast. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's not that. I'm, I'm just preempting it. I guess. Well, exactly. Have you done step you one yet? That you're on the show, <laughs> Alistair. Have you done step one yet? Well, he has done because he's nine months sober. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he's a, done a, step a, two and three. Officially, as well. with your sponsor. No, no. Well, then, I mean, enjoy those. Savor those. Yeah, yeah. All right, Alistair. Listen, I'm going to move on because we got we got we got calls. 
Um, Sean's on the line. Thank you, Alistair. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And well done for nine months. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Sean. Hi, mate. Hello, what you got? I've got, um, it's what you've been talking about most of the night, but it's something that's really, really relevant at the moment. My brother died on a Friday. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. And he, he was a long-time drinker. Um, Sean, do us a favour. Can you turn your radio off? Because I can hear it in yeah, the background yeah. and it's just, com- just confusing yeah, everything that a little bit. Now. Yeah, that's gone now. Thank you. Yeah. Now, my, my brother, he's he's a big fan of your show. So we used to sit around his house at late at night and just watch, like, listen to talk radio and yeah. BBC Sport and all that sort of stuff. And But he did he did drink a, a, quite a great deal of things like white ciders and spirits. Aye, and, aye, aye. And, and he was part of a thing called the Monday Club where all the people would get their gyros, they'd put their money together and they'd all drink together. Well, I'm sorry that you, I'm I'm sorry for your loss, mate. But that isn't that isn't the reason why I'm actually calling. I'm trying to motivate myself in this way and speak to you. But the thing is, is um, the reason why he went, I think, is because he went into hospital and then he just decided to stop straight away. He just stopped everything straight away, mm. and then within a few days, he's gone. So I think that anybody that's you know, if they have got a problem with drugs or drink and stuff, you can't just go, stop, I'm going to stop now this minute. Would never advise that. It's a really dangerous no, thing to do. Yeah. I think that's what Mark did. I think that Mark, he, I think that he just went, mm. no, I can't do this no more. And I think that that's probably what took him. And, and like everybody, a lot of people have said today, you had somebody just now talked about the power of music and things. Mark was a brilliant guitarist and things. He's, he's going to be truly missed. He really liked your show and stuff. But I just wanted to say, even if you're going to stop, you have to stop. You can't just stop, stop. You have to... Yeah. You have to do it under medical supervision. Yeah. Sean, can I ask... I hope you don't take this the wrong way. What, no, I'm what? absolutely fine. I'm four days in now. I've got my daughter lives with me. I'm a single dad. I've got, I've got a lot of things going what's, on. But I'm absolutely fine. Uh, what's your relationship with, with booze? Mine? Yeah, I have an alcohol issues. Yeah, but I'm... Since I've become an alcohol... Since I've become an yeah, alcohol... Since I've become a single dad, I've had to curb that down... Lots of things have happened in different ways around me. I mean, I have social workers and things that are helping me and care about and, you know, all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I've had my own issues. Can, well. And can I ask, have you, uh, uh, have you had a drink today? Not today, no. No, I, I, I'm... The thing is, my brother's funeral is in, within the next two weeks yeah. and I haven't... And I've tried not to drink since May yeah. and it's beginning to get quite hard at the minute. To be honest, it's beginning to bite, but I mean... I guess the key thing there, Chip, is if you've got... Obviously, the grief is going to be incredible, enormous. you've got to think about your kid. You've got to think yeah. about... I mean, the thing that kept me sober, definitely, to begin with, was that I had a young daughter of eight, and... Yeah, uh, my, my daughter lives in the room next door to me. We're in the bed yeah. and breakfast shared at the moment. But sure. Yeah, we ended up in bed and breakfast on Suffolk Road, yeah. Suffolk Gardens. Um, yeah. But... Um, yeah, I think, I mean, she was the person that kind of motivated me because I had trouble kind of getting the sort of willpower to get it together to mo- to get myself because I didn't think much of myself. I just thought I was a bit of shit and I couldn't really that's kind of... That's all happening now, but not not through because of my... But because I wasn't there for my brother when he'd probably needed me. And now he's gone. He only went a few days ago. And Molly's... She's 13, but she's holding me. She's looking after me when I should be the one looking after her. But it affects... You do get that. You do get that role reversal a bit. You know, there's lots of young children who are looking after kind of parents who've got alcohol problems. But the thing that you can do is to now you're acknowledging that, and you can change that around. And uh, 
in a few months' time, you'll be looking after her in the way that you shouldn't want to. Yeah, it's just um, in a crazy week. But as soon as I heard you talking, I knew Mark would nice one, Mark so. would normally be listening to this. And he's the man I normally go to to speak to when he's not here anymore. Well, Sean, listen, you, you give us a call any time you want, and, and good luck over the next couple of weeks as you build up towards the funeral. Yeah, nice one, guys. Thank you, mate. Let's take one more quick call, and then we'll have a quick break, and then we'll talk about the podcast again. Um, uh, let's go to Mark. Hello, Mark. Oh, talking about Mark. There was Sean. We've got another Mark. Hey, Mark. Are you okay? Hello. Yeah. What you got for us? All right, man. Um, hello, Catherine and Ian. Hi. Hello. Um, can I speak to Chip? You can speak yeah, to I'm Chip. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hello. Um, and more of a question on behalf of Catherine and Ian. They've mm. said about um, when there's people have had problems and various things happening and about taking that, those problems away with them after the show. How do you keep those problems from not getting inside you? That's a I do question. various voluntary work myself and I can't really explain how I keep it sort of that one step away, if you get what I mean. I, I, do know exactly I struggle what you taking mean. a lot of the I, stuff home that yeah. we get given from some of our callers. Yeah, no, I, I get that completely. I remember when I first started working, I would really, really sort of take that stuff home and turn it over in my head over and over and I suppose it just came it's not that I'm disinterested but I just learned how to kind of shut down between my work and my social life and my yeah. home life but it took a bit of time but you know uh, but, but there are even still you know there are still people who kind of I get concerned about and worried about in, you know when I don't see them and in between sessions you have to It's you can't just become a sort of robot and not have any feelings about other people at all but I think I've learned over time to try to sort of get a bit of a difference between my work and, and, and everything else because otherwise you, you become useless as a worker if you're, if you're completely kind of affected by everything you've got to be able to be effective as well and in order I suppose to... What I'm asking, I suppose what I'm asking her is, is what advice would you give for Catherine and Ian to stay that one step removed and also people listening is... Oh, I wish you'd think that, I think they should have a debrief after the show and just talk and make sure that they're both okay, make sure if there's any th things that have particularly touched on them each night and uh, anything that's come up for them that's been difficult to actually kind of talk about it for about five minutes and then kind of look after each other and then go their separate ways. Sounds about right. Is that, Mark, thank you very much. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a quick break. Is that the debrief? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Let's have a quick break. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We've got another ten minutes. Chip Summers is here. What? That's, there's, the, the podcast is called. It's called Soberful. S -O -B -E you don't need the headphones on if you don't. Oh, want. don't I? Go on. Soberful. Oh, I can hear you better. There now. we go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's called Soberful. Uh, you can get it on all the kind of usual... It's free. Uh, it's free, yeah. And it's you're like a Harley Street therapist, so uh, you, but you, people uh, can pay uh, top dollar to see some you. Some people pay a lot of money to people come People fly all over the world, um, and but you, can, you are giving this stuff away for free Absolutely. in this podcast. Yes, and there are about 80, I think we're up to episode 87, they're right. about an hour long each one. And they're a different topic each week uh, to do with trying to get sober, getting sober, what do you do once you've got sober, how do you have sex sober, how and do you talk sober, to people. And by sober, specifically alcohol or drugs? And uh, I think probably, my, I mean, I always try and throw in the drug bit, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's to do with anybody who's trying to get into recovery. But I think, I suppose the main thrust is about people who are drinking, 
but uh, and most of the people who listen to it seem to be, but it, it would apply to yeah. anybody. It would apply to anybody. Um, one of the key things about being an addict and an alcoholic, maybe more an addict if we want to draw sides. There is, there are differences. They are differences. Yeah, there are differences. Is um, we're really clever and persistent and devious. Very devious. Come up with genius, yeah. normally overcomplicated wheezes to get drugs and money and sex yep. and things. Am I allowed to ask about when you pretended... And I'm not making light of... I'm not Pretend making to be which one? <laughs> <laughs> the photocopier repairman? Oh, that was a good story, yeah. Somebody <laughs> gave me a white coat. A white coat, and I thought, oh, I'll be a doctor today. And I'll this get is when it. you were using? Yo, yeah, I'm a full-on addict, and I look like shit, and I've got kind of scabs all over the place, but... I thought, I've got a white coat, I'll be all right, I'll go to a hospital and I'll be able to get some syringes and needles and things like that. And, and, uh, and then I thought, no, that's a bit ambitious, I better, I better tone it down a bit. I'll be a photocopy repairman. <laughs> so I got a little, my little sort of burglar's kit, which was sort of screwdrivers and things like that that I needed in order to do my usual breaking and entering. And I went to Barclay Square, where J. Uh, J. Walter Thompson had their offices all right. the time. Huge advertising agency. And I just marched straight in, s speeding out of my head. I was doing a lot of amphetamines at the time. Mm. S photocopy repair man, I walked straight past the reception and got into the building and uh, started wandering around this office, seeing what there was to, to steal. And, uh, um, and he, suddenly somebody said, what are you doing here? I said, oh, I'm the photocopy repairman. He said, oh, good, it's this way. <laughs> and he <laughs> took me down to uh, the photocopy repair. It was just like this huge photocopy from Star Trek. It was like yeah. huge. And I started pressing buttons and paper was flying out everywhere. I said, it's all right, you can leave me to it. It's all right, it's all right. So he went away and I got out of there as quickly as possible. If in trouble, go to the lavatories, go to the toilets, have a hit. So that's what I did. So I went to the toilets, got up a big syringe full of amphetamines, just about to put it in, and the door gets kicked in, and there's three policemen wow. there with guns pointing at me. Jeez. Because it was during the Irish bombing thing, and they thought I was a bomber come to bomb this advertising agency. And... Uh, so I finished the hit, fortunately, <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> and then uh, they took me off. And they, I think at that point they realised they'd got a nutter on their hands and uh, eventually, actually, they just let me go. It's exhausting, isn't it? It's oh, really exhausting it being like a junkie. all day long. Yeah. All day long. So tiring. And, and we're having a laugh about that. And I've got funny war stories, but most of it, most of it is really boring. Boring and actually not very nice. And There's a lot uh, of waiting for yeah. phone calls and people oh, to turn up. I'm pre-mobile phone boys. Right, okay. So, yeah, so, so were you using phone boxes and stuff? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to walk around all the time. You'd have to give people money and then they'd disappear for seven hours. Yeah. And you'd have to be watching out the window because they'd get there quicker if you looked down the of street. Of course, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was like awful. Nowadays, you just ring it up and they stand on the corner and somebody on a scooter comes kids, and gives it to you. Kids these days. Easy. They've kids got it so days. easy. They Is don't there anything know. you want to say, Catherine? Because you've heard a lot of this. You yeah. 
But you two people, I would say, and I don't say this lightly, you two have both saved my life. Yeah. Oh. With, you know, it's not a flippant throwaway thing. You have both saved my life. The reason I am uh, sat here right now is because both of you, the reason I am, uh, uh, you know, you've both got my head sorted around drugs, you've both got my head sorted around sex, and what sex is supposed to be primarily you, Chip, thank, you know, because I s struggle a lot with relationships and what is appropriate sex and all of that kind of stuff. So thank you for that. But Catherine, is there anything you want to say well, or ask? I want or... to thank Chip because he was brilliant. It, some of the lowest points, he gave me some brilliant advice. You got about... in touch with him as well when I was... Yeah, and he gave me advice about protecting myself yeah. from what might happen because that's the feeling when someone you care about is so out of control you can live in dread and that is no way to live is it I, you know i was a nervous wreck sometimes mm. and chip kind of gave me advice about you know that whole thing about you can't control it or you can control is your response to it yeah. and um really powerful thing you said to me and i've told you this is do as much as you can so that you'll be right with yourself if you survive him mm. Yeah. That was an incredible bit of advice and really important and hard to hear but really necessary. And there'll be people listening to this at the moment who are worried about someone and feeling powerless and, and kind of forgotten about because everyone kind of focuses on the person who's in it, who's the primary yeah. person in it. What would you say to those people? How do they stay sane when everything is completely... It's mayhem around them, isn't it? It is. I mean, for every addict, there's five or six people whose lives are completely devastated. You know, young children who go to school and all they do at school is worry about their parents all day long, what they're going to come home to. Parents who worry and they don't hear and, you know, that famous thing about waiting for the phone call. Is it going to be the phone call that says, I need help? Or is it going to be the phone call from somebody saying he's died or she's died? Mm -hmm. You know, for every addict and alcoholic, there's at least five or six people whose lives are completely dominated by that person's behaviour. And yet the person with the problem will think, this is just my problem. Mm -hmm. It's not bothering anybody else at all. It's just me. It's my problem. And it isn't. It affects a lot of people. So it's, it's, it's really difficult to kind of forget to people to acknowledge that they're harming other people as and well. And you, you can't get that person clean. You can, you know, Catherine could not get me no. clean. My family could not get me clean. They could give me options. They, they could, could present yeah. me with tools. Yeah. They could show me love. But at some point, a lot of, at some point, they would have to have stepped back yes. and said, you're going to have to go on your own because this is too damaging to me. Yeah, there's a difference between that you can't do anything at all mm. because you definitely can. You can put up boundaries. You cannot collude with the problem. You know, I've had hundreds of families in my career who have said, I don't know what to do about little Johnny. You know, he's 24 years old. He just spends his entire time in his room smoking weed and I don't know what to do. We're at our wits end. And I say, well... Why would Johnny get better? He's got food, he's got laundry, he's got a nice warm bed, he's got come and go as he pleases. You give him money for his drugs, why on earth would he get better? Mm. So there is a situation where they could do something that actually might get him to change his mind. They could say, sorry, but if you want to do that, you're going to have to do it somewhere else. Mm. And then everybody thinks they're going to die on the streets, of course, but they... They don't. They find somewhere to live. But if people put up better boundaries, sometimes people would stop. A lot of people collude with the problem, mm. which doesn't help at all. So, but when you're a parent and you think, well, I can't kick, I can't kick him I out. I had to do that with my daughter. Really? Gave her two weeks. I said, you can do what you like for two weeks. End of two weeks, you're either out or you go to rehab. And she fortunately went to rehab. And it worked? 
for a year. Okay, okay. Yeah. She's now 19 months Brilliant. sober again. Brilliant. Yeah. People, parents, a lot of parents would struggle with that. Yes. I mean, but I, ha I the one of the reasons I struggled with it a lot was because I was part of a very responsible for her damage. You right. know, she was eight or nine when I got clean. Her mother was the same. We had severely damaged her. Right. So that you felt was, responsibility. Yeah, of course, of course, her I was, yeah. And the, the fact that she was acting out with drugs was partly my fault. But at the same time, I was clean then, and I had to make put a boundary up, and uh, it was very difficult. And I, you know. I still have to accept the fact that, you know, I, I, I damaged that person mm. by my behaviour. Mm. I have to take responsibility for it. Uh, it's hard. Um, but thankfully now, she's doing all right. Yeah. It's nice to see you out of your... Out of my... Weird little office. Weird little office with those books that I never read. They're not your books, apparently. No, no, no. Oh, by it's all a Philosophical books by the yard, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to see you. Honestly, uh, I love you, man. And, Thank you, you know, much. And I know we have a financial business relationship, but also you've been very kind to me personally. You invited me to yours for Christmas, which is I didn't go. No. But um, maybe next year, if that offer yeah, is still open. Yeah. And um, I know you've been very kind to Catherine while seeing me as a client and stuff and thank you you've you know i don't take drugs in the end of march i'm going to be two years clean and sober you know and you have helped enormously with me coming to terms with being bisexual which i can say now still slightly hesitantly but i can say it in terms of what is appropriate sexually and you know so thank you man thank, thank you very much Soberful is the podcast it is you're welcome back anytime you want to thank you um We'll carry on with the nonsense, dear listener. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
whole song to Catherine. Yeah, wasn't we, it? We loved it. You it, loved that it song. It was almost as special as the first five times. Um, on the way out, Chip said to me, have you got to see me off the premises? I said, yeah, we've got a lot of photocopiers. <laughs> good story isn't it <laughs> it's such a good story it's such a good story uh, especially when he's got comes out of that mild-mannered gentleman exactly, he's, over there. he's very well you know very well spoken very i would say posh yeah gentleman and, and it just it goes to show that it can hit anybody no matter class anything but that doesn't have to, to be the end of the story no exactly thank you everyone for that i know we talk about stuff a lot and I, some of you may thought he's bringing in his therapist that's a bit self-indulgent a free session but I, I, just we've had so many calls recently. A lot of you remember you, and we've of course we've all followed Alistair's uh, um, journey, and, and we've had a few others recently. And I just thought it would be nice to get a professional uh, in, and we will put that out as a podcast. That'll go out as a podcast um, tomorrow, or if Catherine can't sleep, it'll be up about four o'clock this morning. <laughs> I both, do it straight away when I go home. We've at the moment. both forgotten how to sleep. Well, here's what happens now. I've started this routine, which I don't think is necessarily healthy, but you've got to remember that I'm not in my house for most of the day. Because of the builders. Because of the builders, right? Yeah. So I try and get all my work done when I get home so that I can vacate and go and d yeah. basically doss at my dad's. Yeah. Um, so I get home, I make my daughter's pack lunch, and I've started a very dangerous precedent in that now I draw a funny face on a banana. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's ever watched um, Gumball... Have you ever seen that? Gumball Rally? The no, it's a, the it's a cartoon. No, I don't know There's that. a guy in it called Banana Joe, and he's a banana with a face on it. It started out that I would put Banana Joe in a lunchbox, and then it's turned into Banana Joe, Banana Josephine, sometimes a cat, sometimes a sort of Japanese kawaii-type faces. I mean, it, it, I'm running out of ideas, to be honest. And I used to put, like, a little note in there or an origami animal, and now that's become a thing. So I go home. That's the first half hour when I get home. And then I think, oh, I might as well stick a podcast out while I'm up. Yeah. I don't get to bed till flipping three o'clock, and then I wonder why I can't go to sleep. I I'm can't. I, I cannot fall asleep at the moment. The, the lavender spray on the bed isn't working. Tonight I've got clean sheets. I've got first time in two and a half weeks. I've put clean sheets on. There's going to be it's going to be ready and fresh when I get in, and I'm hoping. It means because I've, I've really wanted to stream this week in the daytime, and I've not been able to because I'm so tired. I'm just getting up, doing some stuff, then going back to doze. I, I'm, I just want to sleep so tomorrow I can wake up and at eleven o'clock I can stream me playing Command and Conquer Tiberian Sun Beautiful. on my Twitch channel. It's all I want to do, but I cannot fall asleep. And all of the usual methods. I think you know what I mean. What nature sleeping pills. Nature sleeping. It's, a, it's hard to do when you've got three out of the four, because 75% of your cats are on your bed. No, it feels wrong. Well, also, the, um, George thinks it's like a game. So he's <laughs> jumping on it. He's jumping and, and biting. So it, it's, it's just, it's a tricky situation for everybody. Um, so thoughts and prayers in our way, please. Um, okay, let's, let's, do you, do you want a bit of confusion? What more? Good evening, Alan! Hiya, boss. Oh, what's wrong, Alan? Mum's back in hospital again. Uh-oh. It was the same thing as, as last year, but hopefully it's not as bad because they caught it in time. Good, 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 good. Well, listen, man, if they caught it in time, then they can work a little bit of the old, um, Hossie magic. Hossie, short for hospital. You mean medicine? Yes, medicine, that's it. So Hossie magic, of course, medicine. She's got the CPAP mask on and she's on a ward. Yeah. Because she was in A&E from half eight this morning and Dad went with her. Yeah. Well, good for your dad. Um, our fingers are crossed as always. Do you want us to send a little bit of the old psychic energy again? We did that before and that worked. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that would help. It's Hozzy magic. 
This isn't medicine, but Catherine, would you please hold both my hands? Yes. Amy, I would like you to also, not you don't need to hold our hands, it's probably inappropriate, this is probably inappropriate. Close the eyes, Amy. Be close the eyes, Amy, Alan says, only if you feel comfortable doing so. I am my way. Join, join in, Catherine. I'm doing it. I, you got to do the noise. I am. Um, join in with the noise, please, Amy. I am she's better. What? We could take a while, I suppose. Uh, we send our best, Alan. Thank you. Thank you, Isabel. Hello. Hello, Isabel. I'm, I'm going to let you lead this and, and, and see how far we get. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Right, you know we were talking about being sober and that before? Yes. I'm sober for five minutes. I don't I mean, believe you. No, 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 I don't drink alcohol, you say. Five I, minutes uh, is fantastic. You should be very, very proud of yourself. But listen, I don't, I'm not sober for a reason. Okay. I'm being haunted by an owl. Haunted by an owl or an uh, yeah. or a hole? Owl, the bird, the prey. The prey. You're being the bird, the prey. The being haunted by an owl. Okay. Well, well, well where it is this howl for owl from? I'm doing it now. It mowed me cat. I had to take the cat to the vet. I'm going to shoot it, but I don't know if it's illegal to kill it or not. So it's illegal to shoot cats, definitely. No, not the cat. I'm getting revenge for my cat, Tilly. Okay, I'm, I'm very confused. I'm very confused. Tell you very upset. Uh, well, as you know, I have beef with owls. Uh, so you want right. to? So what did it do to? Was it Tilly? Yeah, the cat Tilly mauled it. Mauled the cat. Uh, is Tilly mold. still mauled? Yes. I can hear an owl in the background. Yeah, it's mocking you. Yes, I'm near it. I can see, it. I'm going to kill the bastard. Have you got steady with your language? Have you got a gun there? Yes, pellet gun. Do it. Do it. I bet. Have you got have you got any socials? I'll send you it after I'm finished. Have I got any what? Socials? Socials. 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 Oh yeah. Hash, hashtag I'm I'm on hashtag Ian Lee. Right, and do you mind if I tag you into this polls when I get this prey as a trophy? I I mean I'm not a fan of trophy hunting. Got it. Oh shit, I missed. Okay, well you carry on shooting it. That was that was one too many swears there, unfortunately, but you carry on shooting it. Excellent work there. Excellent work. Let's go to um, a trip down memory lane as we oh. walk through some of the classic callers of yesteryear. Next up, do you recognise this voice? Hello. Who is that? Hello. Who is that mysterious, <laughs> sexy man? No, 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 it's a woman. It's a woman. It's a woman. It's a sexy, mysterious <laughs> woman. Do you recognise, Catherine, that sexy, mysterious woman? Is it um, Jean Jean Gabor? No, it's nearly, but not quite. Nearly, but oh, not quite. Oh, hang on, then let's check. Is it... One of the letters is the same. <laughs> oh, um... Literally one of the letters is the same. Okay, hang on a second. Is it Eartha Kit? Nearly. It's, it's closer, the rhyming slang is close. <laughs> is it... Ah, it's Dame Joan Collins. God, I wish, I Caller, wish. reveal yourself! Loving ya. Loving ya. It's easy cause you're beautiful. I wish, I wish, oh, I wish. Oh, so do we, but unfortunately we know the truth. Lavinia, yeah. what can we do for you on this holy Tuesday? 
Oh, well, it's uh, lovely to hear your voices, by the way. It really is. is. It is. You're very lucky. You are. You guys are lucky, and you just none of you will accept that. <laughs> Well, also, um, can I just say, you know, I was uh, listening uh, to you talking uh, to that guy earlier. Yep, Chip. Um, I think he was a therapist or something. Yeah. Some guy that, yeah. Some guy, yeah. He's a therapist or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy, yeah. I was listening a little bit. And do you know what? You know, I, mean, I sum it up in one. I feel, I feel in this uh, world at the moment, you know, I, mean, I don't know if you agree with me or disagree with me. Well, when you tell us, we'll find out. Brace yourself for some wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, i got a feeling I'm going to disagree. Well, let's see. The world that we're in at the moment, I do believe that men have a raw deal. Does Ooh. that make sense? Oh, yes, it does. have a raw deal, uh, think about it. There's uh, more uh, men's prisons out yep. there. Yep. There's men... That's not fair. I don't like to give you doom and gloom, but every day, this is a fact, a man, three men actually uh, kill themselves every day. Yep. Uh, that's a bit suicide. That is fact. It's, right? more, it's actually more than that, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're right there, Ian, right? And yep. also, can I just say something? I, I actually feel for men as well, because I'll tell you why. Also, because actually they suffer in silence. Or well, some don't, they're right moaners. Yeah, exactly, but also... Yeah, listen got, to got one coming up next. I don't want to be funny, but I've got to say this, but this is fact, right? I mean, if they haven't got a big one, they've had it. Oh, right? Talking if about... they're not good in bed, they're finished. If they haven't got a big bank account, they've, they've definitely finished. So... And in a way, why so many men take their lives. Yes, there is a lot against men. Does that make sense? And also, as for women, she loves men, but a lot of them are thick. Is what she's saying? Yeah, or, uh, or not uh, thick enough, it would seem. <laughs> actually, I do love men. Actually, Ian, I really do. It isn't fair. There are more men prisons. It's because they're more, yeah. more naughty men. Women haven't got the time. Yeah, but you know what it is? I think at, at this uh, mm. the time of the moment. All right. Men are confused. Women also expect uh, too uh, much of a man. They expect too much. They expect a man to be fantastic in bed at yep. 24-7. 24-7? Wow. No, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. I'm only joking. <laughs> you dirty She's not. cow. Um, well, okay, we'll no. stay there because we're going to speak to a, in inverted commas, man next but first of all i want you catherine as we is take the spokesman as you take a trip down memory lane yeah i want you yeah. to know be quiet well, lavinia you can go first do you as we can celebrate some of the classic calls from yesteryear <laughs> do you recognize this voice that's you caller who's that no not you the other caller. If you can hear me, then I'm talking to you. Me. Do you recognise that voice, Lavinia? The one that went, nay. Oh, you no. just did the face. Is it, um... No, I don't. Try again. Say it. Give us another couple of words, caller. Mystery man caller. Some would call me bashful. <laughs> no. <laughs> I still don't recognise it. 
It's not one of the more. It's not one of the more famous callers. I mean, it's kind of fringy, very fringy, very hit and miss. Try it. Try is again. He's Irish. Uh, he Irish. Yeah, he's Irish. He's... I knew it. I, I knew it. Yeah, go on. Go on, Irish man. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, you weren't always best in school, but I certainly had you around the running track. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> <laughs> you recognise that voice, Lavinia? No, no. I mean, it sounds like a woman now. Doesn't it, actually? Maybe I've got this wrong. Maybe, is, it, is are you a man or a woman, mystery caller? I'm a red-blooded male. Oh. Okay, well, I don't think... like a woman to me. Well, you, you, you do sound like a fella, so it's 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 very in at the moment, in, in the Q community. We're, okay, caller, nobody here has guessed who you are. Catherine, you don't know who it is, do you? Uh, yeah, I've got a good idea. Okay, who do you, do you want to give, suggest that, a name? It's that chicken botherer. <laughs> chicken botherer. Do you want to, can you give us a name, Catherine? Babcock. Babcock? Bab Babcock? What, what, Lavinia? David Babcock. David Badcock. That's right, him. Lavinia. It's David Badcock. David, say hello to Lavinia. Lavinia, I've never heard of you either. Oh, hi, my lovely. How are you? I'm out of breath. Why? Why? Because I've been running up and down the stairs, silly. Oh, that's good exercise, isn't it? Yeah. What? What's your favourite dinner? Um, my favourite dinner is, uh, I'm just trying to think, because like, I love everything and anything. Uh, my favourite dinner is, uh, lobster. lobster Ooh, you don't mind, lobster. do you, Lavinia? No. <laughs> the lady has, uh, expensive tastes. Definitely. Definitely, my honey, funny. Step back. <laughs> if a chap were to want to, uh, maybe wine and dine you. Yes. Do you dress up nicely for it? Definitely, definitely. I really go to town, actually. I just go to my oh, yeah. and I just dress from head to toe. Totally. I love it. Right, my sweet darling. Sorry, my Kiss. lovely. Sorry. What I, did I, you I say, said, my lovely? I said, right, my darling. Yes. Um, on a first date, maybe kisses? Not really, you know, because I like that to be another time, you know. I don't like to rush in. You don't like, like to rush it. in like a, like a big bus driving into a wall? No, 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 I like to keep them sort of dangling. Oh. <laughs> You're certainly getting me a bit more flustered as we speak. Sorry, my lovely. I said you're certainly getting me more flustered as we speak. Oh, no, I don't think uh, you would be... <laughs> ignore that, ignore that. That's nothing. That's nothing. Ignore that. There's it. There's it. Oh. It's okay, I'm just moving. I'm just doing some cleaning. Oh. What's happening? What's happening? Okay, well, it sounds like you're getting married, Lavinia. And that possibly really? having a baby. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. I'm looking forward to it. Lavinia, thanks for your call. Thank you, my lovely. What a... Listen, we're all going to calm down for a, um, a few seconds because that was very hot and sweaty. We'll find out what um, David and Jesse and what Penny have to say in a bit. This is Talk Radio. Late.
night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Look, Kath and I have watched half of this incredible TV special on Netflix. It's John Mulaney, who's an American comedian who I'm vaguely aware of. Yeah. I recognise the name. Certainly know the face. I've not seen any of his, of his stand-up specials. But for some reason, and I, I refuse to um, see, ask to see less of it, for some reason, Twitter, when I go to like my Twitter moments, it um, gives, gives me loads of American comedians, a lot of whom I don't know. And I've got some really funny, I've had some really good laughs looking at these, these comedians. And a few of them last week were banging on about John Mulaney's sack lunch bunch special on Netflix. And me and Kath, sadly, we finished Love in Leeds. There are only six episodes. There's no real definite conclusion. No, and you you could think that there was a, an episode seven, having yeah. watched six. It, yeah. it just didn't, it didn't stop. It I, just... got, I got a feeling it didn't do very well, and Channel 4 went, nope, that's it, that's stop enough. Stop that now! Silly! Pack up your things! Um, so we were looking at what else to watch, and I, I, I saw that pop up on Netflix. I went, oh, oh, this is supposed to be quite good. Let's give it a go. Oh, man, it's funny. It's funny. I don't quite know. I mean, it's... Okay, boil it down to its essence. It's a spoof of Sesame Street. Yeah. And those kind of 70s... It's kind of a bit of Mr. Um, Rogers. It's that kind of vibe. Well, but what it's it is, not. is a youngish, childless man hanging out, of course, with a load of kids. What could possibly... I mean, that's what that's what a lot of 70s shows were, weren't they? Then kind of like the, the uncle stroke yeah. big brother thing going on. But it's funny... And it's just the right side of dark. And there are some songs in there that it is a shame Incredible. are restricted to a one and a half hour television special. There's a great little sketch where it's this like all these adults in a living room and the mum saying thanks for coming. Oh, by the way, my little daughter wants to do a, a little performance for you. So everybody is my little daughter. And all the adults just start talking amongst themselves and this kid's trying to do like a magic trick in a little play. And then she bursts into this kind of sort of the, the, the 79, 80s sort of alt-rock song about why won't you pay me any attention. And then David Byrne from Talking Heads joins in and she's got the big padded suit and they're both doing this weird choreographed dance. It's basically, it's the best song Talking Heads never recorded. And it is, and David Byrne does it completely straight. And we just sat there going, my God, this is incredible. Here's the other thing, the kids are really natural. They're not really stagey good. at all. Not, they're not doing that thing that makes sometimes child performances great. I think great, a lot of it is know? scripted, but they're so really good, good actors. They're so good. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal pops up in it. We've not seen that bit yet. I've just seen, every time I Google it, his picture pops up. I mean, the bit when he, the, 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 you know, I'm not, no spoilers, but there's a bit about um, the obit pictures for when a member of the cast dies. And he goes, oh, I've got one for all of you kids. <laughs> we don't want to see it. And it's just, it's so, I mean, it's funny. It's a little bit uncomfortable. It's quite surreal, but not too surreal you, that you, you know. Here's the thing, the joke isn't on the kids. No, no, no. Really, really clever, great music, and 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 um, just Stephen Page, who we are big fans of, has just tweeted me because I've mentioned it. Going, do flowers exist at night? Is my favourite song of the past year. We've not got that far yet. We've had the algebra song, uh, the David Byrne song, which do you know what? I might I might play after midnight. Out of context, you might lose some of it because the visuals are something. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Um, it's so good. So that's my recommendation. Okay, I gave you Medical Police last week, which I, I did in about three days. And, uh, I mean, that that ends 
so satisfyingly. It really just gets so ridiculous and is... <laughs> you know, the, the, the main terrorist guy, the, the, the FBI sort of come out, freeze. Oh, no, no, don't worry. He's apologized. He's a good guy now. Oh, okay. You know, it's that kind. Of, it's wonderful. So that's my recommendation from two weeks ago. My recommendation this week, uh, and Penny and, and Jesse, I will come to you in a second, I promise, is uh, John Mulaney, Sack Lunch. Bunch also on Netflix. The Taylor Swift. Oh, uh, you, this is what you've watched. Yeah, documentary on Netflix. Netflix is great. We say Netflix on this show. We've kind of. I don't want to say it. No, I know, but we have agreed. For me, it's no hardship saying net. We have agreed no, as I, a show no. that we, we're carrying forwards towards the future. Netflix. We're going to have a commonality of all saying. Enflix, Enflix, it's Enflix no, is what we're going to say. Well, then I won't like let you talk about the Taylor Swift documentary. It's really good. Well, I'm not going to let you talk about it. It's better than the I'm Gar- not going to let you talk. Gar- 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 one's rubbish, wasn't it? Really? Let you talk about it. David Babcock is still there, so I guess that means he didn't feel that he he quite finished off with Lavinia. Oh, I didn't mean that to sound vulgar, by the way, but good. it did. Good. David. Uh, uh, I've got a very strict call coming up. Why have you gone muffled now? He's gone all muffled. I've actually been meeting. As well as buying a crap computer, have you bought a crap phone? I fixed it, I updated it, it works perfectly and I'm gonna, I'm after you. Okay, David bought a computer, top of the range, one of the slickest, most top of the range computers you can get. How much did it cost, David? 250 quid. Wow, from the pub, is it? He was then surprised... When it didn't work very well, he went, oh, it's worse than my old, my old computer. It's, it's, oh, it's laggy. It's all laggy. Try <laughs> open the browser, it won't open. When I boot it up and the sand's kicking, it stinks of old fags. <laughs> 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 yes, mate. Oh, laugh it up, sponsor boy. Laugh it up, sponsor boy. Whoa, whoa. La- la- well, tomorrow at 11, if I get up, I'm going to be streaming. I'm going to be streaming. Okay. Great. You called, David? Oh. <laughs> what can we do for you? First of all... B-word. Would you like an earworm for potentially the next week? Uh, is this a song or an actual worm? No, it's a song. Okay. Okay, go on then, yeah. yeah. Sing. Sing a song. Ding, 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 sing. Sing a song of songs. Ding, 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 sing. Are you saying chicken? Get out. Ding, ding, ding. Sing it, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, that's Holly Holy by Neil Demand. Right, just hang on a minute. So what, just, I thought it was supposed to be an earworm. Yeah, do you know the song? Well, do you know the song? I think is the more important question. Well, if you know it, it's going to be an earworm for the next week now. Well, it, it. I'm not quite sure what you've done. Could you sing it again? Sing. Sing a song. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't go like that at all. It goes like this. Sing a song. Sing a song of songs. Sing it out. Sing it strong. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it. it. I'm singing the live version, that's why. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. I missed a bit where Neil Diamond went, 
de 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 Sing a song. 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 Part of my structured phone call. Yes. Uh, if there's any DJs, any mix master stereo masters out there, want to, I need some music making for me. Okay. How much are you prepared to pay? Five, even you know, ten, ten pounds. Okay. And what music do you want? I can do an example. It's a theme tune for me. Okay. Away you go. If you sing it, right? If you sing it, someone might be able to um, help. Ready? Yep. Boring, it's David Babcock. <laughs> Boring, it's David Babcock. <laughs> Boring, it's David Babcock. <laughs> and that just on a loop. <laughs> well, I can put that on a leap, loop for you. Are you all right? I just want a thing tune, but I want a mix master stereo professional to do it for. Okay, all right, okay. And you're prepared to pay £10 for that? Five. You said ten. I see your ten and I lower you to five. Okay, David. Thank you very much for your call. <laughs> Mike. What an absolute idiot. It's a very tempting offer. Good evening, Penny. Hello, Ian. We've kept you waiting for so long, Penny. I can only apologise for that. And that's okay. Happy New Year. No. How dare you? It's the 4th of February. What are you doing? Might as well wish me Merry Christmas and Happy Birthday for last June. No. I forbid no more HMYs. Denied. <laughs> denied. The Happy New Year is denied. It's not. Okay, well. That's a one. That's You can take my blessing or you can leave it. I'm going to. I I'm think leaving. he's going to leave it. I don't know. I just got the hint there. He didn't want it. <laughs> I'm leaving it on the floor. And you can either pick it up and take it home with you or the cleaner can sweep it up later. But it ain't nothing to do with me. Kath, I'd just like to say Happy New Year. Thanks very much, Penny. <laughs> You're such a bum lick! <laughs> you hate it as well, Catherine! I know, but I know you hate it more. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's a little bit of fun about something I'm actually very, very passionate about. Um, you're all scumbags. What can we do for you, uh, Penny? Well, I was just wondering, I was on Twitter and... I'm sorry to hear that. I know. And I was just saying, I never get sent inappropriate pictures. Uh-oh. And I feel a bit left out because okay. it's like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I get them? Everyone else gets them. Everyone complains about them. And then I thought, you're a handsome, strong... Oh, God. ...bi guy. Do oh. you get them? I do get... I do, actually. When I came out as bi, yeah, I, I started getting, um, like, 23, 24-year-old guys sending a few inappropriate ones and then just a few kind of them sort of laid back in little shorts going, hey, hi, if you want to meet for a coffee or, uh, or something... <laughs> coffee and shorts. And I'm like, no... Oh, no, thanks. 
but um, so well, I've just found a Paul McCartney podcast called Paul or Nothing. I'm going to download that. Um, so Speaking no. Speaking of tasty morsels, it's not. Um, and with my history, no, it's not something I encourage, and it's not something I condone. Oh, it sounded like you're encouraging it. I'm not encouraging it. I'm not encouraging it, and I'm not condoning it. You very, very strange person. No, 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 no. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Paul or nothing podcast. I'm downloading. I'm downloading. I'm downloading. I'm in, Catherine. Gosh, it's we're, it's, we're halfway through the show, and I don't think we've actually contributed anything no. of any note. We opened the doors, and all kinds came in. Oh uh, three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you uh, want to give us uh, a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Um, what did I do? Oh, I went to a meeting today. I could, yes, we're talking about sleep. That was it. So we've both forgotten how to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I fell asleep. I'm falling asleep just before four, um, and I woke up about eight and was wide awake and was going to get up. And then I, I managed to get back to sleep again and blah, 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 blah. But it just means I'm shattered all day. I have a very funny thing with my cats now in that the, the, when I go to bed, the two babies will stay downstairs because the big girls sit at the top of the stairs and don't let them up. They refuse to let them up. Then as the night goes on, obviously the girls get bored, so they just go and sleep somewhere. And then the babies come up. And quite often when I wake up at about 10, I'll have three cats on the bed and one on the floor. I've got this great thing. I love this. You talk about training your cat at Willow to, to high five, right? Yeah. If I say, breakfast, it goes nuts. <laughs> Mucky jumps up on the bed because she's so excited. <laughs> Patty and George jump off the bed and start running around and shouting at me. And Lucky's like stood up going, where, where, where? <laughs> and it's only that word. I've tried Brexit. I've tried similar sounding words. They're like, look at me as if to say, what are you doing? Why, what, say it. What, we, what is say that? It. That isn't it. <laughs> and, if I, and if I go very quickly. Breakfast. Whoa! What, did you say it? Did you say it? I've got to say, say I've got similar feelings about that word. <laughs> did you say it? It's the funniest thing, man. I love having those four cats. So I miss Velvet so, so much. And I've now moved her from her, her bed She's, you know, her, her ashes. I moved from her bed and she's now up on the windowsill so she can see out. Oh. And every morning when I open the curtains, I say good morning to Velvet. And every night when I close the curtains, I say good night to her. Um, and, but those four cats are such idiots. I love it. I love it. George still has, George and Patty still haven't been dumb because George's testicles are so small. He presents no threat. That's what the vet actually said. He says, no, it's no point getting him done now, honestly. There's no, no real threat. And I, I think we'd struggle. So, <laughs> Poor lad. Poor lad. Right in front of him as well. I know, but he's taking a real shine to me at the moment. Not the vet, although we get on great. But George, he's been been a bit of a daddy's boy at the moment, which I love. Having cats, you know now after... I mean, I've, I've had a cat, apart from when I lived in the flat for a couple of years, but I've had a cat for... Well, the last 20 years now. You're kind of new to it. Yeah. Isn't it the best? Yeah, although she's quite indifferent towards me most of the time. Oh, yeah, as, as we all are, Catherine. And today she decided that she would go under the floorboard. You know, I've got all the floor in the bathroom all ripped up and there's a big hole uh, that she has discovered. And we always try and close the door, <laughs> but we went in just to check and see what the builder was doing up there all that time. Yeah. Um, and she sneaked in and we went, the hole and it immediately disappeared down the hole. And we thought, oh, well, she's, so she's under, under the floorboards. She's under the floor. Running and we thought, under the floor. And I said to my husband, I said, just, oh, just leave her. She'll come out because I was coaxing. She was loving it. You could tell she was loving ignoring us. So I said, well, let's go and leave her in there. 
and hope she'll come out. Yeah. Of course, we're both standing at the top of the stairs sort of listening to Is it to the them. same as with a tapeworm where you wrap some bacon around a pencil and then <laughs> twist it? We tried that with Dreamies, oddly right. enough. She, she was not biting. Stay there, Jessie. I'll come to you in a second. Her head popped up and then she went, no, actually, there's something better down here. I'll be back in a minute. So I started going down the stairs really slowly, listening for her bell on her collar. Oh, of course, yeah. And she I heard could it over her. my head. She's <gasps> at the front of the house. She's obviously gone the full length Isn't of the that house. funny? Then I panicked a little bit, stood at the top of the stairs again, and I could hear her moving about, and then I saw her face pop up, and she went back down and went, right, seriously, let's go downstairs the time of her life. It's her. a whole new world. My husband sneaked up there at one point and uh, caught her sitting on the shower tray. She'd come out, and then as soon as she saw it, I heard him go, you little bugger. As soon as she saw him put his head around the door, she uh, went back down the hole again. So that's the new game. I love it. Love it. They're the best, man. You dog owners are saps. You've got absolutely no idea what you're missing out on. It's one, and I go home, and there's a little pattern when I go home now. I've got like a sort of vestibule, and in the vestibule, some of you might call it a porch, there's that, you know, the, the, the mat that you write before. So I, I, when I open the inner door, Patty j- comes out into the porch because she likes clawing yep. that, and so I have to wait for her, then I have to boot her up the bum so that she goes in and then but feed them. Because you've got four, you get some emotion... You get some something back from them, for the most part, right? They sit on you and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get crumbs. Yeah. I get crumbs yeah. of emotion from that cat. Yeah. Normally, it's um, hide and seek. She likes hide and seek. Um, she'll wait until I'm compl- almost asleep, and then she'll jump on me. She likes doing oh, that. Oh, I've been woken up recently a few times by George <laughs> jumping on me. Yes. She jumps on my bare shoulder and claws it. Well, the claws are in, so she is playing, but she is being a swine. Yeah. So, um... I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, she um, she enjoys winding me up. Uh, Jesse, stay there, please. We will come to you in a second. Oh three yeah, four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. Catherine Ian on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's go to Jesse. Good evening, Jesse. Hello, Ian and Catherine. Hello, Hello, Jesse. What can we do for you this evening? I got one little light thing and one heavy thing. Okay. Uh, I've been to the escape room. It's brilliant. It's good, isn't it? Did you escape? Yeah. Or are you still in there? Do you need help? <laughs> I loved it. No. And the people I was with were screaming. Oh. I was laughing. Uh, it, uh, we get, uh, I'm not going to do one this weekend because I'm taking the boys to a Call of Duty tournament on Saturday, but we might do one the weekend after because I said I'd I said I'd take my, my boys to one for a birthday. But we just we just scream with glee in there. It's yeah. so much fun. In it. Yeah. Uh, also, the big su- subject, uh, what happened at the weekends really hit my nerves. Brexit. The, no, the... The incident in London, the stabbing. Oh, yeah, go on. Why does that hit your nerves? Because uh, knife, uh, uh, it was knife crime what uh, killed my baby. Right, okay, yes. I remember you saying that in the past. Yes, well, I, I, can... didn't, I didn't mention knife, I just said fatal domestic violence. Oh, okay, but, right, right. Uh, it's helped me to bring it out. It, my ex tried to me and my baby got the shit i mean that sounds uh i can't i have no i have no words there there aren't any words no and and i can understand how um you know a, a story about 
some scumbag stabbing people would, of course, you would you would connect that in your in your head. Of course, you would. That must be very very upsetting. Yeah, and uh, they should be kept in prison and uh, thrown away the key. Never well, 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 he's dead. But oh, you meant before he got released. I meant the guy that no, my my. Uh, oh. You'll never get out my one. Oh, the one that you're, you're... Okay, right, okay. Yes. Sorry, well, I met him one in London, yeah. Yeah, no, that's all right. So, you know, it's a uh, thing, well... Brought up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have no words to, uh, to offer you after what you have been through. And, you know, I, I can only hope that you're as okay as you can be. I mean, and even that sounds, you know, pretty flimsy. Yeah, because I've done so much running, I tell you, if he was out, I'd be, oh, God. Okay, but he's not, is he going to get out? Is there a release date or is he in for forever? No, he's got life, but. I don't know what that means, though. If it ever means life. It, does, well, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it would be a sentence, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, try not to worry too much. It just brings it. Of course it does. It up, so of course I it does. To share. Well, thank you for sharing, Jesse. my baby Chloe. Yeah, well, we really appreciate you sharing that, Jesse. Thank you very much. Thank you, both of you. You take care. Night, Jesse. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, well, there you go, I mean. You know. There you go. Thank you, Jesse. 0344-499-1000. It's the phone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome. Boom. We need to talk about Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah, he's coming on the show next week. No, he's not. What? He's not. But what are we talking about? First of all, then? that flipping mental film Mandy that he did. Which people rave about. That was just... It was awful. It was awful. It was awful. It was supposed to be like an LSD trip. Uh, I've, I've had fun on LSD trips. You know, it was not It was not a good film. It was, people rave about it, It though. was like Mad Max, but crap. Crap Max. <laughs> crap Chris, as opposed to Mad Max. Now he's going, I mean, it strikes me that no one's saying no to Nicolas Cage at the moment. Well, no, this, but this film sounds great that you're about <laughs> to describe. Okay. Lionsgate is set on March 19th, 2021, wide release date for <laughs> this film called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's an action comedy that stars Nicolas Cage as a version of himself. I'm in. And we've, by the way, phone in, which we're going to do, because I can think of three. Films where movie stars have played exaggerated versions yeah. of themselves. We'll do that in a second. Carry on, please. Okay. Tom Gormican is directing the film based on the screenplay he wrote with Kevin Etten. Kevin Turin is producing, just in case you were worried Great about Great names. Team. I love the Kevins. The two Kevins are classic pairing there. Here's the plot. Creatively unfulfilled and facing financial ruin, the fictionalised version of Cage, not the real one you understand, must accept a $1 million offer to attend the birthday of a superfan. Oh, actually, do you know what this I mean? This sounds great. When things take a wildly dangerous turn, of course they do, Cage is forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his most iconic and... Oh, it's like Bolt. Yeah, it is like, <laughs> it is like Bolt. That's it. it's, it's Cage is Bolt. forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters. But I'm an actor. I'm his... an actor. I don't do... It's just the movies. The stunt guy does that. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's dangling out of a plane. Uh, in order to save himself and his loved ones. The project has been percolating since November. Uh, oh, so a long time then. <laughs> four, three, three or four months. A lot of thought into this. Yes. 
when Lionsgate entered final negotiations for the film to be held, helmed by Gormican, yes, you mentioned that, who created the Fox comedy series Ghosted, the Etten executive produced. Cage's recent genre credits include cult hit, inexplicable cult hit Mandy. So people loved it. And he's starring in Wally's Wonderland, Primal, and Southern Gothic thriller Grand Isle. The pick joins John Wick Chapter 4 on Lionsgate's 2021 release calendar. Uh, Overall, the March 19th date next year has already been staked out by United Artists. Whoa, Catherine, please. (laughs) Artists. Don't lower the tone with your foul mouth. (laughs) Releasing Tomb Raider 2 um, with Alicia Vikander. That's the Tomb Raider reboot. Yeah, the young Lara Croft thing. And the next instalment in Paramount's Paranormal Activity franchise. Paranormal Activity is terrible. Although I did shout at a kid in in, in the cinema in Camden when I was watching that show. Shut up. Um, okay, John Claude Van Damme yeah. in the well. I when I first saw it, I thought it was excellent. Then I tried to watch it again a couple of years ago, and I couldn't really get. I didn't get more than half an hour into it. John Claude Van Damme stars in the film JCVD, where he plays himself and he gets involved. Where's he from? Brussels. The Brussels from mm-hmm. Muscles from Brussels. He um, goes to like a, a small part of Brussels where he's from. And he's in a post office while there's a robbery taking place. And it's so he that's... a wicked karate. But he's also done... Well, he did a pilot for a series that I don't think they made a series of where he played Jean-Claude Van Damme, the movie star, but the movie star was just a cover for him being a spy. So he was also a spy that would go around the world making movies, but really he was, like, solving crime. And stuff. That one, I, I think, was too self-aware. All right. What about Hasselhoff in uh, SpongeBob? Yep. Yep. Um, um, oh, I just thought of... Um, I just had a, another one. Well, what about um, in uh, King Comedy? Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis is kind of himself, isn't he? Well, no, Jerry Lee Lewis isn't in the King of Comedy. Oh. Who's that guy, then? Robert De Niro. Yeah, but who's the guy he's annoying? Oh, Jerry Lewis. Oh, yeah, not Jerry Lee Lewis. That but would, no, he's not. That would be hilarious. But he's not... No, he's not. Kind of is, though. Well, he's playing someone who's similar to him, but he's playing... He's called Jerry. He's called um, Jerry Langford. Same initials, so they could use all the same... All his monogrammed stuff. That's true. Um... um, Okay, being John Malkovich. That was it. That was it. I remember seeing that at the time and loving it. It's a funny film, isn't it? Yeah, I wonder if it would be any good now. A massive It would be good if... Who's the the fella in it? John Malkovich. No, the other... (laughs) Oh, five points to Catherine Touche. <laughs> the other guy, the guy from 2012. The gay guy. The guy whose sister is an actor. Was in um, the film where he plays a serial killer. But he goes back to his high school reunion. Another one? Um, he's in uh, High Fidelity. Again? Good looking guy. Oh, Gets it from that. I name all of his works, and she goes, oh, oh, the good-looking guy. No, hang on. The one with the hair and the tall sister. Yes, that. <laughs> God, imagine if we were like, this will be us in a, in a care home, this right? This is like a conversation with my mum. You know what they mom. do in care homes now for people with dementia? They, they now sort of build, like, sort of 50s diners or stuff that they would have Barbers. grown up as a kid, right? Yes. What they'll do with me and Kath is our kids will put us in the same, and they'll just put fake mics there, and we'll spend the whole time going, the tall, the actor, good-looking good fella. Oh, the one with the hair and the taller sister. Yes, him! What are they, what's she called? Is she called Jenny? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, 
him. If he played himself in being John Malkovich as well, because he's in the film. Right. Um, it's not Andrew McCarthy, but he looks like him and he's from the same factory. He's from the same factory. doesn't look like him, though. Um, this is the end. Uh, is a, a film, Mr... Um, I'm not even going to say your name because your name is too stupid on Twitter. But, and that's... Have a think about that. That is James Franco, Rihanna... Uh, that's all that lot. You know the James Franco, Seth Rogen, that, re- gang, that yeah. lot? That's them playing themselves. It's a good idea. It's them playing themselves on the night of the rapture. Oh, okay. So it's a really good idea. And it turns out that Michael, you know Michael Cena? Do you know Michael mm-hmm. Cena? No. Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was in um, Arrested Development as George Michael. Mm. G- Google him. What was the name I just said? Not John Cena. Michael else. Cena. Yep. Michael uh, Cena. C E N A. Sarah. So. Sarah. No, it's a boy. C E R A. Michael Sarah, and he's like a really nice dumb guy. But in the film, if he's... you'd have said that he was the one that played um, Facebook fella, I would have been there. But he wasn't though. No, but it looks like. Him. <laughs> 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 Does though, doesn't he? He does look like him. No, that's, um... Guy, it's very quiet. I watched the film where he learned karate and then killed he, his karate teacher. He does a lot of um, voices in Disney films, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he kind of looks down... Yeah, plays makes a lot of... Yeah, cop, isn't, cop he, movies. isn't he Rio? Well, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to fly all that way. But I mean, if, if that's all we have to do, keep the family together. I'll <laughs> is do he it. the blue parrot? Yes, he is, and he's also then he makes these big Hollywood movies with Woody Harrelson, where they're magicians who rob banks. Oh, does he? Yeah, busy man then. John Cusack, thank you, Paul. Ah, uh, yeah. So is <laughs> Selma Cusack, She's not co- Joan, Joan, She's almost Jenny Cusack, and John Cusack, the Cusack brothers, and the other one, of course, um, thank the listener, you. was Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. I can do Jesse Eisenberg acting. I can do all of their acting. Jesse Eisenberg acting is the American version of uh, the fella who... From the, from ha- the fantabulous Mr. Yes. Weasel. The magic, the, the Harry Potter prequels. Yes. Please don't open the suitcase. Oh, my, that's my, uh, uh, that's my suitcase. <laughs> it's that, isn't it? Yes. It's all that rubbish. I can do all the acting. Yeah, you can do the stuttery acting and the non-stuttery so acting. So tell us about this, this film. I finished. Have you? Yeah. Okay. It's out next year, probably. It sounds awful, but brilliant. Al Pacino plays Al Pacino in Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler film, which I've not seen yet, actually. I must check that out. That's not on Netflix. And and, and Al Pacino falls in love with Jill, who is Adam Sandler's sister, played by Adam Sandler. Right, Adam. There aren't enough films, are there, where um, the actor plays his own sister, it's just him with a wig on? Um, There are. Or daughter. Um... Uh. I'm thinking Michael J. Fox when he played his kids. Yes, yes. Didn't the, the, the 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 there was a black actor. Oh, um, there, there, there's two, the uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy the played family. the entire family. But then didn't in like not, the guys from White Chicks? Didn't right. one of them play? The Wayans brothers. Didn't the Wayans brothers? Didn't they play his own daughter? Just getting Probably loads. That. Of, I think got, they love it. Can I just say to everybody? Every no, I will not say. I'm not, please don't. Now, right now, you're you're reported. He says my name is simple to say. Just say the bit the fingers are point at. Well, I don't know what that means. Try again in English. If everybody could, you please stop sending me gifs of um, John Cusack, please, because that John Cutesack. Oh, is it? Is he? I've not seen that. <laughs>
He got cancelled recently. Didn't he? D- didn't he play um, Brian Wilson? Yes, he did. Should have just taken me there. I would have been. But he got cancelled recently. He st- he defended did he? something like a sexual assault. He didn't oh, just man. defend Weinstein, did he? Weinstein, Weinstein. We'll find out. We'll let you. This that's our tease to keep you uh, uh, hanging over the break. Why well, did John Bun- anti-Semitic? Well, you just—that was the tease to keep him coming back after midnight. I'll tell you what it is. After well, these he, messages, he, he said something anti-Semitic. Well, we'll find out what he said. Well, it was something about anti-Semitism. We'll find out exactly. No what. one's interested. They've got the gist. All right. Well, you get the idea. Dickhead. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Everybody, shh. Thank you all for coming. What a great party to celebrate our architect. You know, this remodel cost us an arm and a leg and then another arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, honey? Oh, Lexi has a little play that she'd like to perform that she put together for all of us. Let's hope it's better than her dad's Super Bowl picks. Otherwise, it's hard, 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 hard. Okay, and it's called... Okay. Lexi's thing. All right, here we go. Here's Lexi. Here's Johnny. Um, so first is that. Who wants to pick a car? Excuse me. The first part of this is. Excuse me. You aren't listening. No one is paying attention. And mom who 
like if they made a sequel to this is i mean we've got, it, it's seven past midnight on a show that no one listens to so please let, let please indulge my nicheness it's like if they um that, that made a short sequel to true stories <laughs> that, that's what that is it's so good so good john john mulaney and the sack lunch bunch on netflix i thoroughly uh, recommend it of course we now of course we call it nflix just to save time oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand good evening dale Ah, oh, hello there. How are you? Very, 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 very sleepy, Dale. But here's the rub. I know I will not fall asleep for about an hour and a half when I get into bed. Really? Not that song, mate. You know that one? I don't know that one. No, what's that? Here comes the sun. Oh. Here comes the sun. And I see it's all right. Here it comes. That's great. Did you write that yourself? No, but I wrote this one in, and I thought I rang in to um, play. You oh, mind? Oh, I don't mind. No, this guy's great. He just, so he just wrote a song about the sun, and now he's written this. Took about three minutes to write. <laughs> I hope you can hear it. Three minutes to write, the song lasts five minutes. Hmm. I've been waiting here outside your door. And I want it to know some more. Mm, 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 mm. Standing here for days, but I should have known. Mm, 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 I mm, can never feel like a you're the only one who would always set my heart on fire. I'm gonna love you forever. Suck it on my D now. No, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's a declaration. Love you forever. Yes, man, that's great, Dale. Thank you. Thank you. I've got one quick one before I go. Eh? Yeah, give give me one quick one before you go. <laughs> not in the biblical sense. No, I don't want a Bible. Just checking. It's not Wonderwall, is it? One. Well, it could be if you want. No, no we, one wants no, that. No. 
Um, it's it's for the lady. I think she likes George Harrison. I look at the world and I see. This guy's a talented songwriter. This one's not not as good as the last one, but. This guy writes great tunes. That one's not that great, actually. The other, the other was better. Thank you, Dale. Let's go to. <laughs> this is funny. Um, it's we had Dale. Now we've got Dean. Both came with the same um, same letter, I think. Duh, yeah. Dean. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kat. How are you? I'm all right. Dean, what you got for us? Uh, um, I spoke to you a few days ago about my daughter. I don't know whether you remember me. I do remember you very, very well. Yes, yes. Um, Sadly passed away. Daddy, and you, uh, yeah. My grandchildren um, sent me uh, um, an iPad. Uh, on the iPad, they called me up. And they've learned a lovely song for their mum. Uh, she adored The Greatest Showman, and um, over the last few weeks, they've been practicing this song, uh, and they sing it in a cappella. Oh. And um, I have <laughs> I got my iPad, but it's gone flat, unfortunately, so I couldn't play it. And I wonder how I could uh, play it to you guys sometime. Well, I mean, you can play it down the phone. Here's the thing, as you will have heard from um, uh, Dale there, it, playing stuff down the phone, it, it never sounds great, but, it, but if you get some juice... Yeah. In the iPad, we can try playing it down the phone and seeing how it sounds. Okay, could I give you a ring back on that? Because it's absolutely flat, to be honest. Go with and you. plug it in. We've got another four, we've got another forty-five minutes of the show. If we don't do it tonight, we can do it tomorrow. Okay, I'll plug it in and charge it up. And if it's, it's, if I got time, I'll do it. Dean, I look forward to seeing that. Thank you. I, uh, quite often when I'm doing the show, I can multitask. I can multitask. I'm a very um, oh, I don't want to brag about it. Oh, great guy. <laughs> Ian, I see down the side of um, the screen on Twitter, trends. And Viagra is trending. I thought, I'll click on that. You click, have you seen clicked on that? No. Have you got Twitter open? Uh, I can. Is Viagra trending for you? Is it, if I'd have to click on explore. No. What, have you got Twitter open? Yeah. Right. And then on the right-hand side, trends. No, it's not trending Show for me. me. Isn't that funny? Right, type in Viagra. Oh, okay. okay. No, it isn't. Okay. It really isn't. Okay. Hypothetical, FA Cup, Callum, Ched. Okay. Go home, go home. What, literally? I wish. Isn't that funny? I must be, well, okay, well, it must be because I, I buy Viagra. Type it into the search, uh, the search bit. Yes. It's funny. Okay. I mean, it's, it's obscene. What's the first thing that comes wow, up? Wow, okay. Yeah, okay, you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Dearie me. Football, eh? Lads? Is it the one that says this Newcastle fan? Yes. Yeah. This Newcastle fan getting his old chap out on TV stood in front of a Viagra advert is just poetic. I think a football team have scored. That reminds me of when we went to Monkey World. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a similar display of joy. I mean, that's a strange... Um, that's a, that's a strange old... Uh... Lads, 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 look how happy I am! <laughs> <laughs> Deary me, mate. Oh, dear. What have I written here? I might stream when I get home. What could possibly boom, go wrong boom, there? Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I'm going to do some drum beats. You've got to tell me what songs these are. There'll be songs you know. Guess the beat that this drum comes Guess from. Guess the beat that this drum comes from. Um, 
It's Rebecca, our favourite cleaner. We thought she'd um, been given the sack for the sack saying I'd a big bum. Inappropriate. Um, <laughs> okay, this is an easy one. True story. Down, 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 down. Love gun. Got Please. it. You got it. For those, for those who don't know. Love Gun, let me just, let's just do a little comparison. I really love okay, you, baby! that's not the record, that's, that's, right, so this is, uh, that's not the record, that's me. That's Catherine, sorry, that's, you're Catherine, aren't you? Yes. Okay, so let's, so this is just me doing it again. Yeah. Okay, and this is how Kiss would do it. Oh. Here we go, okay. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Um, Okay. Okay. I've got to get to the, got to get to the right bit. Okay. Don't look at me because I'm mouthing the words. Oh. It's a good one. It's a good one. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. It's a good one. This is, is, uh, is it Kiss again? It's not Kiss. No, no. Drop now. Okay, here we go. I got. I, I can't. Um, okay, I can't quite cue it up because my skills are not that good. But so it's okay. Yep. Here we go. This is it. Um, uh, here we go. <clears throat> here we come. Don't forget, you're listening out for. Hey, hey, with right. That's what we're building up. The funniest looks fun. Everyone we meet. Okay. Okay. Um. That was nice. Okay. Um. Can I do one? Yeah, but oh God, please. This is a really good one. Yes. Hang on, I need to hit it a bit. It's a big kiss, right? No. Okay. When the night no. has gone. Do it again. Are you doing it right? When the night has gone. No. And the rain will fall. No. Is it a male group? No. It's a female singer group. It's a group. Okay, so there's the bangles. No. Walk like an Egyptian. No. Walk like an Egyptian. When the night... You're doing the bass there. This okay, well, not... that's, a cl- that's a clue. Well, don't want you a don't clue. get it from that. I don't want a clue. I don't... I, I, this is... When the night... ...has gone... No. Do it again. Our lips are sealed. No! That is our lips are sealed. <sighs> I, I guarantee... Hang on, hang on. Our lips are... Si- Do it again. There we go. You're basically... You're, um, you're playing this. You're not. That's an advert for that terrible film about the, the lady. Which one? <laughs> you're talking about this. Not. That's what you did. Not. No. 
Song. You know this song? Yeah. Boom. That great. I used to play this. Great bass line. Boom. 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 You hear them talking about us? No. Who did it originally? I don't know, but that's the Go Go's. Okay, but who did it? Who who wrote it? George Michael's. Oh, grow up. Name the group. This is an even better version. Quite spooky, this version. Do you want to know what mine was? Um, I think mine are better, but yeah. Wait. When the night... <laughs> dum, da dum, tss, dum, da dum, tss. When the night... What is it? <laughs> Be my baby, you idiot. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Do it, you, you do it again. No, don't play that. Dum. No, no, no. Do it with your hands. Stop that. Stop. Do it with your hands. That's not what you did. When the night... <laughs> it's totally what I did. Totally not what you did. Come on. Did we do the break? Jeez, what is wrong with me? I'm not angry with anyone apart from me. I mean, it's exactly the same. Five more rings on. Sorry? I'd sound more jangly on the... Doom, 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 jangly. Oh, that's how Ringo got the sound. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Sorry, just looking at that video again of that man enjoying um, Newcastle. Please. You, you, you. Flipping it. I mean, there's no need for that. Um. Okay, let me think of another one. All right, <clears throat> got one. That goes with it. It's the best thing. Yeah, go on. What is that? <laughs> um, it's turns into. Um, is it? Is it love? Sorry. Is it that one? Uh, little red book. No. Oh. No. Okay. Um, no. What? Yeah. No. Are you crazy? Apparently. Right. Let's try it again. Right. I can't. I okay. go. Oh. I've missed a little bit out. Uh, yeah. That's it, it's this. <laughs> you staring this is at it. me. I got it, I got it, I've done it wrong. This is it, this is it. It makes no difference, this I don't it. know. Shh, 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 listen, listen to me. Look at me, everyone look at me. Oh. Um. You ready? 
oh, I've gone deaf. I've broken the thing. Actually broke... I've gone deaf in one ear as a result. There we go. Come on to it. There we go, this. Ready? Come into it. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Wow. I'll do one of your news stories, because we're heading in a newsier direction. I said, I said to Stegan, I said to um, to Liam and Dad, I said to Ruby, I said, everyone, you don't want to go newsier. You don't want to go newsier. Everyone's going newsier. You want to go beatsier. You want to go beatsier. <laughs> and all of them laughed at me. Well, they're not laughing now. Oh, certainly not. Catherine. Many women, says the New York Post. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. by the way, if you want to give us a call. Make a fuss about slimming down to fit into their wedding dress. However, one morbidly obese Pennsylvania bride-to-be aspires to weigh 600 pounds for her occasion. I don't like the phrase, I don't like the phrase Pennsylvania. Her fiancé is helping to achieve that gargantuan goal. That's right. She wants to put on weight. Yeah, wow. she's, she's uh, engaged to a feeder. Good band. Well, who were, who were Feeder? Feeder had a hit, didn't they? What yeah. was Feeder's hit? Feeder. Was it Buddy Holly? Ooh, it, that's Weezer. I knew it was someone, huh? Um, Feeder. Who were Feeder? Feeder were a band. Welsh. Feeder band. Uh, Feeder, a Welsh rock band formed in Newport in night They've released 10 studio albums, 40 singles. All of these have spent a total of 183 weeks on the singles and albums charts. Well, that's nothing. Um, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, which didn't get to number one in the album charts, but did spend 563 weeks in the chart. So let's find what's their biggest song. Let's have a little bit. Of, let's do, there's the one here. Um, there's one here called uh, Buck. Rogers. Let's have a listen. This is Feeder um, and their song, uh, Buck Rogers. This has had one and a half million views. So, just go. Now, this is going to so this is going to be a big one. Um, written by. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Feeder. Oh yeah. This song is great. I remember this. He's got a CD player, 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 player. He's got leather seats. He's got a CD player, 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 player. That's a great song, man. That is a great song. I love that. That's right. £450 Jessica Wilson, 26, of Westchester, is engaged to an enabler who encourages her to eat up to 10 thousand calories per day to prep for her big day. Yeah. Wilson met Eric Budenhangen Oh, Budenhangen. 34 while looking for love in an online community for fetish feeders. 
a splinter faction of the chubby chaser lifestyle that actively aids their partner's corpulent habits. Despite weighing only 190 pounds, six foot one customer service manager Budahangan says Budahangan? he finds her belly sexy. Um, apparently, it was a match made in hog heaven. Okay, well, let's God. not pull I mean, her the, off. Oh, no, the, the New York Post, really. During their first pizza date in August, Budenhanger's plus size paramour revealed her fantasy of packing on 150 pounds before her wedding day. I mean, some of the language here. Her chub loving hubby to be. Who were, This is awful. I know. Put his money where her mouth is. Okay. By proposing to Wilson in December with an engagement ring hidden in an ice cream sundae. Ooh. I was initially looking for a feeder and someone who loves bigger women, but I never expected to find a fiancé, said a surprised Wilson. The soulmates then embarked on a pound-packing pilgrimage that saw Wilson engage in a bi-weekly 10,000-calorie stuffing days. I mean, God. Every lid's got his part and all that, but I mean, he's, he's helping her kill herself, isn't he? Hmm. Eric will order me different foods throughout the day to see my stomach swell. Wilson says, while I'm eating, he'll rub my belly and give me words of encouragement. Still, the couple's love of food isn't limited to the kitchen. Oh, yo, 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 yo. We also like to incorporate food into our no, sex life. No, no, that story's over. No, 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 that story's over. Let's go to Wayne. Good evening, Wayne. Hi, Cass. Hi, Ian. Hello, Hello Wayne. Apparently, uh, I owe you an apology. Oh, I like these. Good. No, I don't. Apparently, I made a sexual innuendo last night. Um, <laughs> you asked me how I'm doing. I said, I'm fine. You said, am I a fan of the show? I said, yeah. I said, I don't know what you've been doing, Ian, but I said, you've certainly grown a pair. And what I was supposed to say, and I supposed to say, oh, what a relief. But apparently, I daring said, you could do with a relief. At that have, point, we ever sp- have, we ever, have we ever spoken before? Yeah, I remember this. I remember this. Yes, because you you're picking me up because I dropped my letters when I speak. Okay. Well, okay. I'll hold on to those. <laughs> no, please don't. No. <laughs> okay. I'm going to play a great song in a minute. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you oh, that tone. Catherine Will. Do you remember the, the band Catherine Will? Sorry, I do apologize if I got a tone. It's... There it is. Well, again, let me do it again. Being sarcastic. Why is he being sarcastic? Really? Well, I'm so <laughs> sorry if I've got a tone. Mm. Oh. What can we do for you tonight, uh, Wayne? Oh, right, really? Yeah, I was thinking... Um, Don't do you that. two guys, I was listening to you sing last night. I think you could be masked singers. Masked singers? Masked. Masked singers. Yeah, you okay, well, again. you need to be... Well, I could be, but they didn't ask me to do it. Well... Do people know how TV works? You well, ring up and you know. say you fancy doing <laughs> something. Oh, you guys, I mean, I was like, Ian, your uh, tones, your optics, your, your key changes. My optics, my tones, my optics. I'm a good singer. Here's the thing. I'm a good singer, and people are I surprised know. at that. Well, Ian, because you, you, we, we have to listen to you talk for years, and suddenly now you're belting out these songs, you're a cat. I've always been singing. Don't, please, don't, please don't include her in that. I've always been singing. Uh, I've always been singing. Music is my first love. Music is yeah. my first love, um, oh, and that's where my passion. Because, of course, as you know, I, I, I grew up. Uh, my dad was a Baptist minister in mm. Mississippi, and I, I grew up singing gospel in um, in a black church in, in in Mississippi. The first twenty five years of my life, so music wow. has always been very, very close to my heart, mm. and obviously my relationship with Jesus. Um, it's only now, though, that people are starting to to, to see the real. Talent I've got as a vocalist. You say my optics are spot on. 
Oh, God, Jay. I mean, I was, I was quite amazed. And I thought, okay. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Wayne. Um, thank you. This is a great song. This is a great song. Do you know this one? Yeah. It's, the, it's called The 90s. <laughs> I love when it sounded like yeah, this. Yeah, this honest. is great though. Every now and then this pops up on my iPod. Wow. It sounds like a lot of songs from back then. It does. It does. A lot of these songs get, get, get lost in the haze. Mm -hmm. Here's a great one. This is a great one. Um, this is the only good song this band did, I think, and, and they cheated a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because they got Tom York in to help them out. But listen to it. I like verses that drag and then an uplifting chorus. It's going to explode, isn't yeah. it? This is when I worked at XFM, you see, and I was, um, I was a... Cool dude. I was a hip, uh, hip DJ at What XFM. year was that one? So I nicked, I nicked the good stuff. Uh-huh. I nicked the good stuff. When I worked at, um, a music radio station, I nicked, it turns out, all the, um, questionable stuff. No, not questionable. I had, uh, J-Lo, Waiting for Tonight, I nicked. <laughs> well, I like J-Lo. That was a good song. Yeah. Waiting for tonight. It was good. Uh, what else did I pinch? Uh, oh, I think I nicked an Arena Palo, and I didn't know who she was. Okay, yeah, yeah. And who else? I would just, like, you could just go in the room, because they put them all on the system, and then there was just all these CDs that were going to get chucked, and they'd say, go and fill your boots, and I, used to, I had a load of CD singles at one what point. Was, do you remember the band? They were rubbish. Oh. Oh! 
This is a great song, right? I think they went on to kind of join Oasis in the end. Hurricane Number One. No, I don't know. Oh, I mean, it, it, they were like... You can a, tell we're working at different kinds of radio stations. There was a lot, they did a lot, it, 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 terrible band, right? And I do think that half of them went and joined Oasis when Oasis... But, but, but this is a, this is a great... Hang on. Drums, those horns, yeah. that's the 90s, that's the late 90s. Well, my life is worth nothing to some. Great chorus coming up. While to others, I am number one. And it can be so hard to know when to try, when to give up and go home. Here we go. Now Round again. This is good, isn't it? Etc. 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 Meanwhile, in my uh, teenage bedroom, I was listening to John Cicada. Okay. Do you remember John Cicada? I do remember John Cicada. Just another day. Yes. Yeah, it's a good song. I. Um, he was pally with like uh, Gloria Stefan and all those people. Gloria Stefan? Yeah. Gloria Stefan. Gloria Estefan. You said Gloria Stefan. Gloria Estefan. Okay, yeah, she's good. She's good. I used to love her. I had Music Box by Mariah Carey. Did you? Got it from the library and taped it. I'm going to pay I for it. Oh, yeah, I secretly loved that. That was a good album. Miles! Good evening. Good evening, Miles. Um, Welcome to the 90s. How she can had good we help optics, you? didn't she, Mariah? <laughs> she had great optics. <laughs> I want to go back a, about an hour when you were discussing um, actors parodying themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he said, Miles has had enough crap. of this crap music. He's like, God, I've got to find well, a reason to phone up and stop them. <laughs> oh, that thing they did an hour ago that didn't take off. <laughs> yes. Fine. I'm afraid I was, I was driving home from work. I actually got um, pulled over by police for speeding, so I missed a bit falling in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you get any yeah. points or did he just tick you off? I got a ticket off, which is very grateful. Oh, uh, no, we, we, we've all done that. Over. I'm so Thanks. sorry, officer. I can only apologise. I will never do it again, sir, or madam. Yes. Well done. It was def definitely... Um, anyway, um, it was the day, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in the um, Silent J and... Um, oh, are they them oh, Silent yeah, J and like, Bob Strike Back or something? Yeah. Yeah, in the in the third, they, they appear in most of them. Um, my, but the the one that strikes back, they actually parody themselves as like punty actors that don't want, don't have time for people, which is quite. I went through a thing of what's his name, Kevin Smith, isn't it? I went through a thing of watching yeah. Kevin Smith because I interviewed him. He was came on the radio show that I was doing, and I didn't really know his stuff, so I, I kind of got into his films. I, uh, I wonder. It's one of my favourites. Say that again. I love uh, Dogma. Is one of my favourites. I uh, couldn't get into Dogma. I tried it, no? and about half an hour into, it, I went, you know what? I'm all right, thanks very much indeed. <laughs> what was the film he was promoting? It was his last film he was ever going to make, and of course he's since gone on to make three or four more films. It was, um, it was awful. It was, like, one. it was like three films in one. Oh, thank you. I don't know. No, I'm thinking of the one where, um, sort of like a, a gun 
shootout one. In the cult, the cult. Wasn't there a cult? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And do you ever get remember the name of um, John Cusack? I don't know if you. We, no, we didn't. We didn't remember John Cusack's name. So can you tell it to and us his now? And sister's Joan. And his sister Joan. So, the, 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 just tell, just, so John Cusack, we didn't name earlier, was? John Cusack. That excellent. And, and his John, sister's called John too. John. And his sister's Joan. That is odd they've got the same similar names. Yeah. That's a, a bit like um, George Foreman and George, George Foreman Jr. And well, it's not. Georgina Foreman. Okay. Well, it's not. Well, hang on. Uh, unless, sorry, unless you're saying George Foreman's son... Has a so sister all, all called Georgina Foreman. Yeah, as far as I know, all the family of George Foreman is George. Oh, come on, that's like or, being or a Pontypine. You can't all have the same name. <laughs> that is a little bit. That's that's messed up. I've and got that, to look that up. And that would imply. Well, are you suggesting that Miles is a liar? No, but I want to see it with my own eyes. That, yeah, by all means, Google it. I'm gonna. Um, well, uh, there's another film as well. Uh, what about um, Arnie in um, Last uh, Action Hero, where he kind of parodies a. But he's not playing Arnie, though, is he? No, I He's not playing Arnold Schwarzenegger. What the rules of your... Yeah. The rules are they have to be playing themselves. Itself. Catherine has just recoiled right. from the computer. You've not seen that Newcastle fan again, have you? <laughs> what have yeah. you seen, Catherine? He has got 12 children. Holy jackamole, put something on the end of it. <laughs> Hang on. And they're, one of them's called Georgette. Um, let me just check. I've lost, I've lost the thing. Carry on and I'll, I'll, I'll jump in when I've found There was it. another film. It's the guy that's in The Evil Dead... Whose name I can't Bruce remember. Campbell. Bruce Campbell. He, doesn't he play Bruce Campbell in a? He, uh, yes, he did. Because I went and saw him and I interviewed him around the time. Yes, I remember that interview on um, LBC. Yeah, he was good, um, and he played Bruce Campbell in a film where he's like he goes to a town and then loads of spooky stuff happens and they go, "Well, you're Bruce Campbell. You must be able to deal with this." But I can't think what it was. No. Catherine? Okay, his boys are called George Jr., George the Third, oh, no. George the Fourth, no. George the Fifth, Holy George the Sixth. What He's got done, seven Miles? daughters, one of which is called Georgetta. I mean, that implies a level of thickness and stupidity that we can only dream of. Courtney Isaac Foreman. Uh, Isabella Foreman lives in Sweden where she's blogged since 2010 under the name of Bella Nutella. <laughs> just go, just go through this again, Miles. Just you may want to write these down. If you, you now that you're home safe, get a pen and pencil. Everybody, please jot this down. Catherine is going to name the five sons. all of George Foreman's sons: George Junior, George the Third, George the Fourth, George the Fifth, George the Sixth. Miles, you've, you've really taken us to a very, very dark and unpleasant place. Thank you for that. Well, I'm sorry. Thank, Thank you. Um, I don't think George. Thank you, Miles. Uh, I don't think George knows... That's not how kings are named. It's, they're not all brothers. It, it's it's uh, the lineage. <laughs> Father to son. <laughs> it's not brothers. Oh, that's horrendous. Still... Might as well just give them numbers. That's what the Victorians used to do. They used to get... you get a proper name if you survived until a reasonable age. There you go, you see. But, but, but also another thing the Victorians wouldn't have. They wouldn't have very lean, fat-free meat. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That's a reference to the grill for. Have you ever eaten that meat? Um, I've not eaten George Foreman's meat. My mum has. I bet it's nice. Well, well it's, I don't it's, know. It's, it's at an angle. That's the gimmick. I don't know whether she did it wrong, but it was like eating a like an inner soul. I lo- it was better than eating another kind of soul. I like I like juicy meat. <laughs> yeah. So I would just drink. I would get a straw and snort up the juice from the trough from the drain. Doesn't that just turn it into dripping? Oh, fancy some dripping. Yeah. This. Jeff says, Bruce Willis and Julia Roberts playing themselves in Ocean's 12. I didn't know that. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's Talk Radio. 
Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, Sophie has just sent me a really nice message on Facebook. Uh, via my page, the, the, just look from Ian Lee on the, all of the social medias, um, saying she really enjoyed Chip. Uh, even though she's published it publicly so people can see it, I'm not going to read out what you said, but um, she really enjoyed Chip and she identified with a lot of what was um, what was said. Uh, if you missed the first hour, we'll put Chip Summers out as a podcast um, later. And he's, uh, he's, he's a good man and he's well worth listening to. Let's go to... Now, Catherine. Yeah? Just, can I ask a favour for this next call, please? Yeah. Be gentle. I'm always Put kid gloves on. <laughs> Go carefully, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. It's Paul from Carefilly, the place in Wales. Good evening, Paul. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Good evening, buddy. Uh, how are you, man? Are you okay? None of your I, freaking I, business, you goddamn piece whoa, of trash. What happened to Carefilly? I'm a little bit raw. I'm a little bit raw. <laughs> a little bit raw. I'm hungry. I'm good, Paul. What you got? Um, I've got another song for you, buddy, from the 90s. Bring One it on. of those. This is, you ready for this? This is amazing, mind. Come back to what you know by embrace. Oh. I struggle with embrace because they're rubbish. I know, but this song is just incredible. All right, All right. we're gonna. We're... I don't think I've ever listened to them. A boy in a oh bar gave me a CD of Embrace once. I don't really know why. I never played it. That wasn't the hit. What right. was the Embrace hit? They had a hit. Yeah, this was the, the big hit, this one. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Huge chorus. Come go. back to what you know. Take everything real slow. No. No, trust me, dude. No, I know it. I know the song. I know. No, I know the song. No. What? What? Crushed I was him. Along as well. No. Oh, Paul. No. Okay. Sorry, Paul. Got it. You should be. That was an awful choice. I'm trying to, there's a great, there's a great version of a song by. I'm not going to say the names. It'll put you off. Um, oh. um, there's a great version. I've never found this. It was a B side. Uh, okay, you're gonna. Okay, here we go. I'm going in. We're going in deep. This isn't the right version, but this is a great song. Here's what's going to happen. One day, Catherine, one yeah, day, yeah, 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 one day, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to make you fall in love with me. Oh, my God. Yeah, Why? Yeah, Why yeah. would you do that? For revenge. One day, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. I'm going to court you. It's going to be a strange thing where you're going to go, oh, I'd never, oh, yeah, okay, fine. It's going to take a long time. 
we're going to get married. No, no. And Why uh, would I do that? Because you are easily led by the bad boys. We're going to get married. No. And this Don't. is going to be our first song. Jesus. I've never been more depressed about the future in my And then we're going to, as we dance, we're going to look at each other's in the eyes. And, and I'll say, can you please let me no, go? No, it's going to... And it's going to... Song's going to dance and everyone's going to be applauding. No, they won't. Yeah. And then we get to the end of the I'll song. I'll be mouthing, help me. song finishes and I go, you're dumped. Good. And I rip my bow tie off and I chuck it on the floor oh, and I walk life. out high-fiving all the geezers who know. Even your dad would know. Even your dad would be on my side. I walk out high-fiving and I'm the king and the marriage will not be legal. Your life will be, your life be ruined. Because of this, because of this, because of you not liking a song I just played you. <laughs> how, how petty are you? How petty are you? Am I? How petty are you? That is happening. That's happening. It's never going to happen. Because of the last three minutes. You've got to think about your actions. That's a lesson to everybody, actually. He'll marry you, you, you as well, careful. Amy, actually. He'll you marry you yeah. just to show you. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Think, think he won't. Think about your actions. Okay? Catherine's life is ruined. Tatters. Next 20 years, nightmare. Right? It's going to take 20 years. Nightmare. It's ruined because she didn't like a song that I played her. I mean, it was balls. Thank you very much indeed. Um, let's go to James. That song was packed. Yay! Now okay. you're going to get married Not to ja him. James has been cut off. There we go. It's as simple as that. James has been cut off. James is... I'm going to have a gay marriage with James. I'm going to make him gay. Also known as a marriage. Uh, it's a gay marriage uh, because we'll be gay men. A couple of gay men having a marriage. Not in a Christian church, in a gay church. Oh. With gay food. Gay, gay cake. Gay cake, gay Made celebrant. Who's going to make the gay cake? Um, I, got, I know a nice little gay baker's in Gay Island. And, um, and then I'm going to dump him. I'm gonna, I'll probably do the same thing. Yeah. I can, I'll probably do the same thing I did with you, actually, with the same song. So, yeah. so, so, uh, I'm going to get in touch with him on Facebook. Okay. He won't be on it. He'll be on Gay Book. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, as he's a gay man. Um, mm, okay. I didn't know that song meant so much to you. Well, well, you do now. You do now. That you're willing to take vengeance in <laughs> such a manner. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do now. You do now. You do now. And you think, here's the thing, she's laughing. You can see she's laughing, Amy. She thinks I'm joking. <laughs> Everything I've said is true. Yeah. Everything I've said is true. And will come to pass. It will not come to pass. It will come to pass. <laughs> it, will. it will. My wedding speech. Ladies and gentlemen, um, unaccustomed as I am to speaking in public. Chortle. Catherine thought this day would never come. Well, it's come, my darling. It's come. Looking forward to our dance. And then you'll think, no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. But I would, and I will, and I do. I don't. It's happening. Um... Kath, um, yeah. why don't you finish me off? What? Uh, what have you got for us, please? Whelming. Awful new dating trend. Sorry? Whelming? Whelming. <laughs> What's whelming? You don't know. You need to get to know. Okay, teach me. <clears throat> whelming. 
Right, so you've heard the um, different terms for... Craig, um, the Beatles in Help and a Hard Day's Night do not count as actors playing themselves. Ghosting, fleabagging and whelming. Yes, sir. It's when your potential match feels, feels the need to tell Feeds. you how many other matches they have and just how overwhelming it is being so attractive and popular. Oh, like Yikes. Samantha Brick. Too beautiful. Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. But she was she was before Katie Hopkins. Remember when Samantha Brick, Brick was was the figure of scorn of, and fun, and then stuff. we got the uh, the other woman whose name I won't mention again, and it was like uh, what innocent times of yeah. Samantha Brick. All she said was that she was too beautiful and life yeah. was difficult. As a she result. went on Big Brother for that. Yeah, I know. Wait, wait, what? I've what? said some real crap. that should get me on. <laughs> what? Innocent times they were. Bring back Samantha Brick. I met Samantha Brick. She's actually very attractive. Is she too attractive? No. Okay. No. Well, well you no, say that, but mm. you're saying that to be mean to her because she's too beautiful. No, no, no. I'm saying that because I'm a I'm a hot gayman, <laughs> and uh, so I didn't find her attractive. Okay. As a gayman, I think. Uh, okay. Gay men do not find straight cis women Some attractive. Do. No, they don't. Some no, do. They, they don't. just they don't, don't necessarily want to, you know, bump uglies with them. Do what? Fuglies. There's no need to be that rude. I think you've overstepped a mark. I don't though. actually know what it means. I don't know what it means. Effing ugly. What's what your language? That's what it means. By now you're probably wondering, why would anyone want to come across as such a narcissist as to whelm somebody? <laughs> <laughs> well, by giving off this impression that you're inundated with numerous matches and therefore so desirable that you aren't a priority to them, they hope that you'll try harder to win their affection. Okay, I can be a try-hard. <laughs> I know. Uh Senior health editor at self.com. See, Spanish gentleman, is it? Senior, not senior. Senior. <laughs> I'm having fun. Also, we're talking about narcissists and there's someone that works for self.com. Okay, yeah. Patia, Patia Braithwaite has some tips on how to deal with whelming. So if someone tries to whelm you, this is what you do. Okay, give me the, give me the, let's have the tips. The first time it happened to her, she asked her match a series of quick-fire questions. How frequently are you swiping? Do you know how you can control the flow of matches by uh, swiping right? Less? Are you unaccustomed to this much attention from interested people? All of which received rather uninteresting answers. She believes whelming is a new version of the old-fashioned pick-up tactic, negging. Is that like pegging? No! Is, is that like Simon Pegging, where you go to America and you ruin a, a classic franchise? No. It's quite a clever joke. It, I know. Didn't actually ruin it, but it's, it's all he I can think of. He actually revitalized it for, he, he for many people. He breathed fresh Taste, life into, yeah. into, into it. So I, I, I apologise for the content, but um, I was thinking on my feet. Oh. Thank you. Bless you. Yeah. Sit down. It sees people giving backhanded compliments to throw your confidence off, and it's supposed to make you more attracted to them. That jumper's not nice. You stink. Is that a backhanded compliment? No, it's just um, horrible. Okay, but accurate. As soon as your match shows signs of whelming or its ancestor, negging, get rid. Is the advice from the Daily Mirror? This is on uh, Tinder, right? Uh, yeah. Well, just online dating, generally. Remember when we put the show on Tinder? Yeah. And they, they um, pulled us off within like two days. We got pulled off. Yeah. So quick. So, I mean, it's the second masturbatory joke I've done. Oh, we should stop. I'm going to. Finished. It's never happened. I'm just waiting for Daryl to come in. He's out there. Come in! Hi, everybody. Hey, Daryl! I didn't know that you used to, um... Well, I didn't know you used to work for the X. You used to work for the Mighty X. I worked at XFM when it was good. 
Ninety. Yeah, I, worked, I worked at it when it went downhill. Ninety-nine. Did you work at it when? Remember they they went automated, didn't they? In the daytime. Yeah, I, I came in after that actually. Okay, when they re they they got yeah. rid of all the presenters between breakfast and drive, what, and then yeah. and then realised it was and a then big realised it was a horrendous idea. But I was there from. Um, late 98 for a couple oh, of years. they were golden years. No one listened, golden but we had years. the freedom to do whatever we wanted. It was wonderful. Times, Claire yeah. Sturgis was there, who was fab. Um, the guy that Martin, Cam Ian Camfield was there. Camfield, who comes on the show sometimes. We comes have on the show, on yeah, show. he's now a right wing, um... He is. Yep. Uh, Bizarre. John... Yeah. Um, John Kennedy. John Kennedy. I think he's, he's still there, is he, John Kennedy? He's still Do you know, about, I don't I know. I, 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 I don't listen. It's okay now, actually. It's got better again, I think. What is it now? Uh, well, it's Radio X, isn't it? It's Radio and X, it's got, right. You've got Moyles on the breakfast. And, right. Uh, but is Johnny Vaughan's still there? Johnny Vaughan's still there, yeah. Oh, I was thinking about him the other yeah. day. He's an interesting character. Uh, various other types. Um, so it's kind of, it's, it's had a leaf, uh, it's so a you life. Went to, yeah, the yeah, London I, one I, or the I Manchester went in, one? I went in and I sucked the life out of it. That's okay. what I did. I took all the life and the energy out yeah. of it. And then that's when they had to rebrand it to, to Radio X. Well, that's the way, they, listen, keep, keep killing those radio stations, my friend. That's, that's the plan. That's, um, that's, that's the me. plan. Tag team. Uh, it was Manchester, yeah, it was Radio X. Uh, okay, X so Manchester, it wasn't yeah. the proper one. So it wasn't okay. the real one. Oh, it? come it on. No, it wasn't. No, it really wasn't. It was Jason Manford was doing breakfast there, wasn't he? Clint Boone. Oh, uh, I love Clint Boone. One of my favourites, favourite people. Oh, I love planet. Clint Boone. Yeah, yeah, he's a classic guy. Although he didn't stick up for me when Bez was was abusing me, he just sort of stood there laughing. I went, <laughs> it was horrible. Anyway, we're out of time. Oh, mm. listen to Dara. It'll be good. Talk radio. Talk radio.